Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. We have another emergency order, this time coming out of Tucson, Arizona. May not be as serious as what's happening in Ohio, but people are freaking out about it nonetheless. A hazardous material leak on I-10, and they've issued a shelter-in-place order. We're also learning more about what's going on with the Ohio toxic chemical spill. We got a viral video of a woman walking into her yard showing all of her chickens are dead. This is a typical suburban-looking yard. This, This is not... There's, there's no visible signs of chemical leak or anything like that. They just walk into the yard, dead chickens. And so we're wondering about what the government's telling us, that the water and that the air is safe. And there are many who, who think, and I, and I would have to agree, probably not the case. We'll talk about that. Plus, Elon Musk is shutting off Starlink. He's saying that Ukraine may start World War III. And some in Europe have, have come out and already said, you know what? It looks like that's, that we're already there. This may be the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's all hyperbolic. Still don't know for sure. Maybe it will erupt into something bigger. But we got some stuff going on at home. And because uh, we here at Timcast are downwind from that toxic chemical spill, you know, we're kind of worried about it as well. Plus, West Virginia is going to be heavily impacted by this. Potentially, the water base could be seriously affected by it. And uh, let me just say we're hearing some crazy things. So I can't say too much, but I'll leave it at that and we'll get into it. Before we get started, head over to Timcast.com. To become a member, click that Join Us button and then sign up and you will get access to exclusive members-only segments from this show. We'll have a members-only show coming up for you tonight at 11 p.m. So you don't want to miss it. Plus, you're supporting our our cultural endeavors. You know, we're doing an event on April 14th in Austin, Texas. The event is sold out. And it looks like for this event, we're probably going to break even if lucky. It's because you guys are members, we're able to do shows like this. The idea is to bring people together so they can meet, meet each other, share ideas. Plus, we're launching this, this coffee shop and a coffee company because we want to create physical spaces where people can hang out. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about what's going on with this, uh, this chemical leak and more is West Virginia Delegate Shirelli. Thanks for having me. Tim. Who are you? What do you do? Well, I am. My name is Gino Shirelli. I am the delegate from West Virginia's 78th House District, which is southeast portion of Mon County, right outside of Morgantown. And like you were saying with the water stuff, a lot of these maps that I'm seeing, all these areas affected, uh, all of them have my county in it. So naturally, I have to be concerned, and I have to be concerned for about 18,000 people. So wow. it's um, it's really not easy to get questions from people about water, water safety when I don't have very many answers. I, yep. I spoke with a couple of people from West Virginia American Water today who they said that, you know, officially that the, the water is is fine. It's being monitored. It's being tested. They have a secondary source of water that's ready to go should anything happen. But that's all that I have. 
I have no no further details. I'm almost in, in as much dark as the the people that live in the district and the affected areas. Well, we should, we'll definitely talk about that. Plus, I'm really interested to hear about the shape of West Virginia. Obviously, we're setting up shop here. We've been setting up shop here. But a lot of people need to understand what's going on with even a state like West Virginia, which is MAGA country, has its elements of wokeness. So thanks for hanging out. This should be fun. We oh, also yeah. got Phil Labonte hanging out. Hello, everybody. I am uh, Phil Labonte, uh, lead vocals for All That Remains. Uh, and I am here to uh, get into the conversation. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com, and I keep knocking over this UFO. Uh, I have to stop now, Serge. That's wow, what she does. She knocks over the UFO. Oh, my gosh. This is terrifying. That shocked me. Um, hey, guys. I am at Serge.com. I'm ready to go if you guys are. Let's go. Yeah, let's jump into this first story, man. This is crazy stuff. We got this from TimCast.com. Breaking. Shelter in place issued in Tucson, Arizona, following hazardous material leak on I-10. Civilians within a one-mile radius have been ordered to evacuate. The stretch of road has reportedly been closed in both directions at milepost 272. Civilians within a one-mile radius have been ordered to evacuate. The Arizona Department of Transportation has not issued an estimated time for I-10's reopening as of this report. Our report's publication. We have this video from Raw Al- Raws Raws Alerts. Is that how you say it? Let's see if we can uh, we can play this. Take a look at this. Let me get the uh, audio going for you guys. There we go. So I don't know what that uh, yellow stuff spraying out of there is, but I certainly wouldn't want to be anywhere near it. So there it is. I mean, simply put, they say Tucson's National Weather Service cautioned drivers of dense blowing dust prior to the trucks overturning. Motorists traveling along I-10 should be prepared for rapidly reduced visibility below a mile to blowing dust. Images and video from the incident show what appears to be yellow and red smoke emitting from the overturned truck, which was reportedly carrying nitric acid according to Pima County's Office of Emergency Management and Tucson Fire. This seems like it may just be an accident. And accidents happen. So my question for you guys, I'm wondering, is it because of what's happening in Ohio, we are now laser focused on things like this that we probably shouldn't be that worried about? Or, I mean, or or is there another reason we typically, I'll put it this way. We usually don't hear big news about one mile evacuation orders and shelter in place orders. I mean, I feel like that'd be big news no matter what, whenever it would happen. But maybe we just don't care, so they never it never makes Twitter, it never makes the news. I think that I think you're probably right that it, it's uh, people kind of focusing on this stuff because of the the situation in Ohio. Um, I think that Ohio is dramatic. Uh, it's clearly something that the 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 EPA and transportation TSA or not trans, uh, the uh, Buttigieg, yeah, Buttigieg, Department of Buttigieg, and TSB or whatever, like, or the, they should be paying attention to that. I think that this this situation in in Tucson is likely just an accident, you know, unfortunately. But we don't hear stories like this. I mean, I, I kind of feel like if there was a, it's a, a one mile radius evacuation, I feel like if that were to happen at any other time, we'd be talking about it. I think only be. I think the only reason that, that really? I do that, yeah. I think so personally. I feel like it's hard to go down the. Uh, the rabbit hole, not hard to not go down the rabbit hole. It's, do we believe in coincidences? Maybe things like this happen all the time, but it seems a little suspiciously close to it. I mean, you can't help but wonder. And then it also seems concerning because, you know, we mentioned Mayor Pete who had that big press conference, but failed to mention what I've seen people talking about as the worst man-made disaster to ever happen on American soil. Is what's happening now in Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. And we're like two hours away from there. We are not very far from that at all. That's we creepy. Are definitely in that radius. Tucker Carlson suggested we're under attack. When did, when was the last time Tucker Carlson didn't last say we were under attack? I mean, but you look at what's going So for one thing, I, I think it's fair to say it's a fact that the power grid's being attacked. 
We've well, got yeah. numerous reports of extremists, I guess, whether you believe it or not, but numerous reports of some kind of extremists shooting at power, at power substations and knocking electricity out. So like that's happening. Yep. But then you've got, I mean, I, I don't know how you look. You've got the toxic chemical spill. You've got the balloons in our air, the objects floating in our airspace, interfering with, with civilian commercial airlines. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't help but feel like our infrastructure is being attacked. You've got food shortages in certain areas, eggs specifically. But then you look at the culling of chickens. And, there, and, and this, is what, this is the messaging we got. When, when we talked about it, people were like, you keep blaming Joe Biden for the cost of eggs, but you, you're not telling people, people about the avian flu that's sweeping through the chicken populations. And I'm like, oh yeah, like in New Zealand and South Africa where they're culling chickens too? Mm-hmm. Why are they culling chickens? Different reasons. For some reason, everybody's culling chickens in different countries. Maybe just a big coincidence. Or I don't know, maybe there's something else going on. Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, did this press conference today where he said that the train that was passing through, the state authorities weren't notified of what it was carrying because it wasn't considered uh, a high hazardous material train. And that means like that there weren't enough chemicals on it for it to be considered dangerous from the explanation the governor gave. And that makes me think that this this must happen more often than we realize. And this one just kind of blew up on social media. I mean, if you saw the videos of the trains on fire, there was no way you could look away. And then on top of that, they followed up with a controlled burn that looked like essentially Chernobyl. I mean, that's what the people are calling Mushroom this. It, right. Have you guys ever seen Aaron Brockovich? Yeah. Yep. I mean, this stuff happens, you know? Mm-hmm. What was it? What was that story? Like they were polluting the groundwater and then people were drinking chromium or right. something? Yeah. Hexavalent chromium or something like that? Yeah, it was killing like them that. all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but. is it that it doesn't, is it that we're noticing that it happened in Ohio and then it happened in South Carolina and then it happened in Houston and now it's it happening It didn't happen in, in South Carolina and I don't believe it happened in Houston, but I don't know, you were reading something earlier. So what happens is you get a train that derails in Ohio and a, and a mushroom cloud and a controlled burn, animals are dying. And then the next time a train derails, everyone's like, it's happening again, but it's like, yo, trains derail like all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, one, yeah. like 100 and... 12 or 150 per month. Yeah, right. it's with, with, over a thousand know, per with year. The, with the number of that of, of train derailments that apparently happen all the time. This one, or at least the one in Ohio, seems a little bit aggressive because, again, the mushroom cloud you could see from space. So something there seems a little bit different. Plus, we were looking at the report earlier that said there may have been more poisonous chemicals in that than we originally thought. Somebody's lying. The, somebody is lying. And I, mean, I don't know who it is, but somebody well, is lying. And Pete Budiaz today said we've done, you know, the majority of testings, and I think it's like, 200 and however many of 400 homes and he, uh there's been no detection there's been no detection of of what chemicals like what are you telling us he's I, saying that everything's okay 10 days after the fact right shouldn't he have been there by now shouldn't we have heard more about this i don't believe a word he says no, and i don't think you? that he has any you know it doesn't matter what he says because i don't even if even if I believed what he says, I would be. I think that, like, even if he's telling the truth or he believes he's telling the truth, I don't think that they they have accurate information. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they they have the. It, that's really, I guess, what it boils down to. I don't think that they have accurate information to give to people. I think that they're spitballing and guessing. Air on the side of caution. Yeah, I remember I was in uh, downtown Chicago a couple decades ago riding my bike. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have. 
from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. And then I saw smoke coming out of like the 10th floor of a building. And I see people walking up to the building and they're like going like this and they're looking at it. And you know what I did? I went the other, other way. way. I'm like, yo, if, if there's some kind of leak or who knows what's going on, why are you walking towards it? Well, I want to see you or something like that. What, what is it? What is it called? Uh, rubbernecking. Yeah. Rubbernecking. When you're sticking, on the your, sticking your neck out and trying to go look at something. And uh, man, it's kind of crazy because I've just always known that lesson. I guess my dad taught me that. He was a firefighter. It's like you see smoke, you get the, away from it. Yeah. But regular people, they go towards it. And you think that like that was like it was really dramatic. The the burning in Ohio. It's not like you know everyone here agrees that it looked something like a mushroom cloud or like an actual volcano erupting. Like. Go the other way. I, I, anyone leave. that yeah, anyone that can get out of there, it's probably a good idea to leave. I can't imagine that. But uh, you know, but what we, if we, you we, can't go anywhere? Well, that's a different story. I mean, so yeah. so here's here's the question. Here's the question I got. You know, you you can't ignore it, right? I yeah. mean, what's, what's going on in Arizona? Pe- there's people are posting videos of it. Maybe this stuff happens pe- way more than people realize. It is really really bad, but nobody knows or cares, right? So it's kind of like uh, they, they, there's that experiment they did where they took a guy and they put him in a room and they said, you know, we're, we're going to have you do, be, be part of a study. Just fill out this paperwork. While he's filling out the paperwork, they blow smoke under the door. The dude then gets up and goes to the door and feels, see if it's hot, and then yells, hey, there's smoke, there's smoke in here. And then he goes and opens and calls some people in. They then do another trial. Same thing. They tell some people, you're going to be in an experiment. Come in this room and fill out this paperwork. They put three people in the room, have them all sit down and start filling out paperwork blow smoke under the door. And you know what the people do then? See the smoke. Look at everybody else. Look at the smoke. Look at everybody else. Go back to filling out that paperwork. That bystander effect is really strong. Hey, if nobody's out, I'm not going to. And then there was another really funny experiment. Uh, I I can't remember what show this was. They have people go into like a doctor's office and then they're sitting down and then one by one people come in and sit down and then a bell rings. And every time it does, all of the actors stand up and then the bell rings and they sit down and the person who's like not in on it is confused. It's like, what's going on? Then eventually joins in and starts doing the same standing up and sitting down. It's like, why would you do that? It's the craziest thing. People do not think independently and that's dangerous. So here's what I'm saying with this Arizona stuff. I bet this stuff happens all the time and they never have to report on it because nobody cares. Mm-hmm. But now because of Ohio, somebody sees an orange gas coming out and they post it on Twitter. Yep. Everybody posts it. Then they're forced to say, okay, evacuate when you should have evacuated in the first place, but they didn't want to say anything because it would freak people out and make them look bad. Yeah. I mean, do we think that there's maybe a hyper fixation on these events that happen afterwards because they want to lessen the attention that's happening on Ohio? Well, it's, well, it, it, happens it increases in Ohio the attention. And, like this, yeah, I, I mean, the, like, like here we are second night, you know, starting a show off talking about toxic chemical spills because of this. And people are scared now that the derailment in South Carolina and Houston were toxic chemical spills, but as far as I can tell, they weren't. I think there was like something with Houston where they're like concerned about a potential leak, but there's no real, you know, there's no like smoke going anywhere or anything like that. Whereas with Ohio, there's a gigantic black cloud filling the sky and animals are dying and stuff like that. So I'm just saying the government probably wouldn't warn you if they don't have to warn you. Mm -hmm. That means 
for all you know, you could go outside and be walking into a cloud of radioactive garbage and they're like, just don't say anything. Otherwise, we'll look bad. You can trust the government to do that, I guess. You can absolutely <laughs> trust the government to try and hide things. And then absolutely. A number of train derailments or train collisions happen in extremely rural areas, right? Where it's easy to say it didn't happen. I mean, one of the big things with all of this is uh, social media, right? People filmed these things happening. They definitely definitely filmed uh, the fire. They definitely filmed the explosion. It makes people more aware of keeping an eye out for this but if you're in the middle of a cornfield and your train topples over even if it doesn't have chemicals on it you know really it's up to the companies involved amtrak in this case norfolk southern to say something and why would they if they don't need to we got a super chat from ca2ca outdoors that says tim per the nfpa there were 433,500 hazardous material incidents last year i think it's laser focus on an incident uh it's on a huge scale um yeah but here's the thing about hazardous material incidents that could mean like someone in an airport spilled a bottle of um of acetone and then it's like ah we got an acetone spill like ah. all right we gotta get this cleaned up Mm -hmm. fill out the paperwork and there's like a puddle on the ground but you can't drive through it you can't put equipment through it so they got to get it clean somehow things like that where it's like nobody's gonna die because someone spilled a gallon of acetone it's gonna suck if someone vomits on a plane they consider that a hazmat Right, because it's you know yeah biohazard. Yeah, so I don't, I don't so know. Are all these events going into the same file folder at the office? You know, yeah, mushroom cloud from that you could see from space. Somebody threw up on an airplane, and somebody mentioned too in the chat that nitric acid will basically put you out if you breathe it in. So yeah. don't get anywhere near that stuff. And there are people driving through this cloud. Let's jump to this next story from ABC News because now we're going to start getting freaky. There were more toxic chemicals on the train that derailed in Ohio than originally reported. Data shows this is from last night, so it may be. You know, it, it may be things that have already been reported that people finally figured out. Uh, ethyl hexyl uh, acrylate, a carcinogen, etc. I think we know about this. But now we got this from the Daily Mail. Don't tell me it's safe. Residents of East Palestine express fears about returning after it's revealed there were more toxic chemicals on derailed Ohio train than originally reported and thousands of livestock left dead. Yo, thousands of livestock. Let me see if I have this uh, this video here. Let me see. Uh, where's that video? At? There we go. Check this one out. I'm gonna play this. Play this clip for you guys. And uh, the cage. Let's talk and about it. This. This is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning when she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position, with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this. They. They may be just chickens, but they're family. Brashear That's right. Says her ch- Their family, this one, they, they crossed the line. They killed chickens? Damn them. Well, they weren't eating them. I mean, that's okay. But, uh, yo, here's what I think. I think this whole town is blanketed in a toxic stew. They can't see. And the chickens are literally the canary in the coal mine. And this lady in the video, she goes, if it can kill chickens now, imagine what will happen to us in 20 years. And I'm just like, 20 years, lady, they're dead now. What's going to happen to you in a week? Here's what I think. They're chickens. They're low to the ground. The chemicals are raining down on everything and everyone. The chickens are outside. So the chemicals blanket everything. The chickens like to flat their little wings and dust up the air, breathe it in, and peck the ground eating, ingesting it, and dying. Humans aren't eating things off the ground. But this lady's walking around outside, wafting all that garbage up into the air, probably breathing it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we're looking at a few months and people are in the hospital with scarred lungs or whatever kind of damage 
chemical burns. Who knows? That's so cr- the idea of that. Like if you if there's a a massive amount of of casualties coming in the next that pop up in the next couple months. I mean, I mean, I'm not even sure how to process that. I mean, the chickens are dead. Yeah. Well, and you just have to wait. You just have to wait to see if it happens. That must be the most terrifying thing about living in this area right now. It could be fine. It could definitely not be fine. At yo, least, yo, they said the air. air was safe. Yeah. They okay, also, the chickens are dead. That's not chickens the ground, dead, though. They're saying the air is safe. The air is safe, and they're not they're not finding any chemical residue inside people's houses. But where are you finding it? Are you testing the outside building? Are you testing the ground? Are you testing the sidewalks? Like water they're get they're giving you a statistic that's easy to avoid i mean some places are saying they're seeing some detection i think it was like cincinnati's water department um, but that it wasn't that big a deal and they're you know i it's hard for me not to feel like a lot of regional agencies are being asked to suppress information or they're not able to test fast enough to get the accurate information out kind of through no fault of their own because they've never had to deal with anything like this you guys remember the algal bloom in uh, where was it Superior or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then all of a sudden, these cities on the, on the Great Lake had no water because the, the algal bloom toxifies the water. You can't drink it. And then within a forty mile radius of these cities, there was no water. Mm-hmm. Everything was bought up. Everybody rushed to the grocery store and bought whatever bottled water they could, and then it was all gone. So people were forced to evacuate because there's there's no water to drink. The water was toxic. Yep. Yeah. No water. Yeah. Not not just. I mean, people go through what. Four gallons a day, something like that, is the average person. The person, I, th- I think, I think they're saying in emergency emergency situations, they're advising what is it like a gallon for three days? That's to drink. Emergency situations, yeah, like for an rationing. emergency, yeah, yeah. If you're rationing, but I think it's like a gallon a day. I think people go through a lot more water. Than yeah, that. like when, yeah. when it comes to like if you're bathing and, and stuff like that, it's like oh, dude, so, bathing's no question. Yeah. I mean, the average person's probably using like it's like four gallons a minute in the shower, right? Yeah, like some ridiculous. Is amount. it really that much? I mean, I don't know for sure, but it's it's multiple gallons per minute. I'm Bro, sure. think about this: how many gallons of water can your bathtub hold, and how long does it take to fill up your bathtub? Yeah, I mean, usually, usually they're like, I think they're like. 15 gallons or something like that? No way, no. dude. They're way more than 50 to 100, maybe? A gallons in a bathtub? No yeah. Way. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you ever, look, look up a 50-gallon drum. You ever see a 50-gallon drum? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, try taking a bath in one of those things. Good luck. I mean, bathtub might even be more than that. It just depends on your bathtub, I suppose. But yeah, they tell you like when a storm's coming to fill up your bathtub with water in the, in the event that something bad, like the pipes get busted up or something happens, you can't get access to water. Oh yeah, there's 72 gallons of typical bathtub holds. All right. I see, there you go. Look at yeah, that. right in the middle, 50 to 100. The water is definitely the most dangerous game because this lady's talking about, you know, 20 years or whatever. It doesn't matter because like you said, she's coming home to dead chickens now. They're right there underneath all of it down. But if this stuff makes it into the water, I mean, look at West Virginia. Look at the amount of area that is affected by this. So if they might be facing some sort of health consequences in the next, what, six to eight months, who knows where places like Charleston and Huntington and Montegale County, my district, who knows what kind of problems we're going to have two years from now, three years from now? I think it's sooner than that. Take take a look at this image. Me being generous. Stu Peters tweeted this out. He says, just to put this in perspective, the contaminated Ohio River is the largest tributary of the Mississippi River. You can see the Ohio River Basin, this whole area, man. So it's happening just up right here, this explosion. If all this stuff gets in the, gets in the water, excuse me, it's spreading out over everything. Look how much of Everything West, Virginia. west of the Appalachians. Just, just, yeah, man. Yeah, that's your water. This so, is, this is a, a, big con, a big concern for us, and that's why yeah. I, the, uh, the, the chief of staff came by today and said, do you want an update regularly from the West Virginia American water people? And I said, of course, because obviously I want to know as much information as I can get. I don't know how much they're going to be able to give me, but I talked to them once today, and of course they said that it's fine. It's being tested. We have secondary source of water ready to go, but... Do you believe them? 
I want to. <laughs> well, yeah, of course I, I, I want, want to. to. And it I might want be true. I also want to believe that, you know, they have my best interests. They want to help me stay and, and live longer, that they want to end wars and they believe war is bad. And uh, there's a lot of things I want to believe. Well, and it might be fine today, but as we know, water moves downward. So what about three days from now? What about next week? Right. And I yeah. think that the people that I spoke to, I don't think that there's anything malicious about them. They were, I think that they are working, doing the best that they can with the information that they've been given. But do I think that they have the whole picture? I mean, I wouldn't, if I had to guess, I would say no. Because I mean, I, know, I, the government doesn't lie, right? What would happen if the word got out to, I mean, this is two thirds of West Virginia. And not, not to mention, I mean, almost all of Ohio. But let, like, let's, speaking from the perspective of West Virginia, like, what do you think people would do if the word got out that the water actually was contaminated and they couldn't drink it? Oh, it's, it's pandemonium. Pandemonium. It, it would be, it would be uh, saying a circus doesn't even do it justice because it would be way more aggressively violent and it would have it just detrimental to, to no end. You couldn't even quantify it. It's almost the whole state of Ohio and yeah. like the state and of Ohio. West the Virginia, fifth, Tennessee, Kentucky. Well, Ohio's the fifth most populated state in the country. People, you know, like that, there's a lot of people in Ohio. Never mind the people in Tennessee and, and I mean. This isn't that one mile radius that we were just talking about in Arizona. This is entire states effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's the level, the level to people, you know, to the, the degree to which people need to be prepared is understandable. I, I, I've tweeted this, you know, every so often that in the future we're going to look back and be shocked at the idea that we we would literally flush fresh water down the toilet. Yeah, totally. Like literally just waste it. There's going to come a time where it's going to be hard to source water. There's already issues with the Great Lakes where we've been depleting them, and then restrictions had to be put in place so that they could be replenished naturally and, and maintain. Then you get other states, like I think it was Arizona that was suing, trying to take Great Lakes water, arguing that as part of the United States, we have access to all water sources. Wow. But the Great Lakes Coalition includes, I think, Ontario, Canada. So it's yeah. like it's an international treaty. You can't interfere with it. But taking a look now at the entirety of Ohio, I can only say I absolutely hope it really isn't that bad. But hope and a couple, uh, you know, five bucks will get you a cup of coffee. So if, if it were me and, and I was in the direct impact... <coughs> Uh, area of the Ohio River Basin, yo, I'd be, I'd be filling up, maybe, I'd maybe go buy like 10, 50 gallon drums and just fill them up, I'm not, seal them up. I'm not sure if my ignorance of how bad it actually is, would, it would be like considered bliss or is detrimental because it looks really terrible, but for, for as much as I'm actually like educated about this kind of stuff, it could be actually no big deal. I don't know. It doesn't look good though. I hope it's no big deal. All the farmland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's no big deal. I hope everyone is totally fine. I hope those chickens just got really tired and went to sleep. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I think you should go get the water because worst comes to worst, you use it when the power goes out some other time or you have that resource on hand. My problem is just there is no way to know and it's hard to know that only way we get through it is just by waiting to see what happens. We are now in a completely defensive position to this. And, and nobody I mean, trusts I don't, even, I don't even know if defensive is the right way to describe it. Uh, trucker and tourists in the super chat saying, what about the food supply? There's thousands of acres of farmland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're reacting. We, All that farmland. I don't know, man. That's my point, though. We only we only have the ability to react. We don't have any choice but to deal with the consequences. And that is. Time is our most precious commodity. And I've heard from so many of my listeners who have asked for my advice about how they can spend it wisely to improve themselves and the people around them. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, 
or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, for free. I personally recommend you sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it has been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash Tim to enroll. There's no cost and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash Tim to register. Hillsdale.edu slash Tim. How, how do you even prepare for something that could potentially be such a big scale? Like I said, I hope it's totally fine, but how could it be? They just burned a ton of chemicals into the atmosphere. Isn't this what environmentalists always say we should not do? Isn't isn't like the, the world basically blanketed in radioactive particulates because of all the nuclear bomb tests we did? Mm-hmm. There was something about that I was reading. Like it's hard for us to date certain things because we just mm. – blanketed the planet and yeah. we messed up nuclear fallout of some sort well that too we like, messed up yeah, no we yeah. messed it up sorry i misspoke no i mean yeah. we did mess up i no, agree for sure that's why we have to use like surgical steel coming from like world war ii ships and everything yep. yeah because it doesn't have the background radiation inside of it so like new steel harvested or like refined today is going to be radioactive is that what it is uh, I think so. That's why we literally go down and find those old ships because it's been kept underneath the water and thus isolated wow. from all that particular. That's what I understand. Can't we like de-radioactive it or something somehow? Like we're humans. <laughs> no we're pretty smart. We can figure that out, can't we? No idea. I have no idea. No idea. I don't know anything about. Sounds like someone's ready to make a billion dollars if they can figure that one out, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. looking at you. Hey, look. <laughs> I, I got some studying to do then, apparently. I have How to... to get the radiation out of metal. The Levante, the face of de-radioactivating metal. I mean, if I could, I'd love to. Take a look at these pictures that Stu Peters posted. This is crazy stuff right here. We got this tweet. Stu Peters says, Ohio, this is what's happening to cars after driving through spurts of rain 70 plus miles southeast of the East Palestine incident. Yeah, that's like relatively close to where we are. I yeah. think that's like where that's you are. Uncomfortably close to where Uncomfortably. Yeah. Take a look at these pictures. So, okay. All right. Maybe this is nothing. I don't want to, you know, it's a tweet saying this is, it's, it's, it's just people posting on the internet. We don't know that it's true, but look at these photos. They're, they're covered in, I don't know, man. It looks like salt almost like, look at this, these streaks. Yeah. It does look like, it looks like someone drove their car through like New England after, yeah after after like the salt. But it looks like, it looks like the paint even like kind of flaked off or something. Especially here. Like, what is this? That's weird residue. Yeah, yeah I mean, weird residue. There man. was no way to avoid res- that. That cloud was black. There was definitely residue falling back to Earth, right? It's just a question of, is this residue toxic? I guess Pete it's doing that says cars, no. I really don't want to get on whether or not I want it, it inside me. It's going to be in like 10 years. You're going to be watching YouTube. And you're gonna be watching, you know, Tim Cast IRL, and we're gonna be really old people. I'm just kidding. I'll be I'll be 47, so I won't sound like that. But then all of a sudden, an ad's gonna play, and it's like, "Did you live within 200 miles <laughs> yeah. of East Class Palestine, Ohio? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. You may, and are you suffering from breathing problems? You may be entitled to a large cash settlement. Contact uh, the law firm of 
non-Hodgkin's uh, lymphoma. Or, no, yeah, I yeah, said this you, yesterday. Mesothelioma. I said this yesterday, but one of the hazmat responders has seen said everyone should go get their health evaluated right now, so they have a base point to to uh, track what happens next to their bodies because you don't know what's going to happen. So having a basic physical right now will be able to potentially help you in a class action lawsuit. He didn't say that part; I did. But you know, if you can't tell what's wrong with you, it'd be easy for a company yeah. to be like, "Oh, well, how do we know you didn't already have markers for leukemia?" Apparently, people were saying like Aaron Brockovich was was saying something. Oh yeah, yeah. Aaron Aaron Brockovich is speaking up now, oh. asking Biden to step up as people fall sick and animals drop dead after Ohio train derailment. Could this be what knocks uh, Biden out of of the race? Maybe a failure to respond to an obvious dis- like massive, disaster. potentially the worst disaster chemical mm-hmm. spill in this country. Yeah, I mean he's already not, he's already extremely unpopular. I don't see why. It couldn't be a situation where you know people are have a, a significant turn against the administration. He's isn't, isn't that the plot of the West Wing? They're like one of the seasons <laughs> that like Republican is doing well in the race, and then there's a factory fire or something, and he just can never recover from it. I could I, I, I could be misremembering this. I was never never uh, a West Wing fan. Well, you're not you know, you're not a political nerd. Phil. Well, I mean, I'm, there's one I, I can't do episodic TV. It, it I just don't have the patience. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. But the fact that Aaron Brockovich is is making remarks, you know, right, yeah, they I, made a movie about her. Oh yeah, with Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, I mean, that she did. Uh, you know, she she did win the case. I don't remember the details of the case, but yeah, it was like chromium in the water or yeah, something. It was, a, it, was a, it was a big finding. So, how would Biden respond to this to handle it? You know, we're we're ten days out. I don't feel like he's given a strong response to it. Is there any way for us not to look at him and be like, why did we not have a I mean, I've I've heard maybe you can speak to this more that uh, the Red Cross isn't doesn't really have a strong presence in the area that there's not a lot of information that people are having problems in the government you know the government agencies that I are mean, employed there is, are doing nothing. I've, I've probably heard about the same as you, but it seems like that there is no response of any kind from any level. Yeah, any, no, any literally agency. nothing. And I've even seen un- unsubstantiated, but journalists are being arrested that are trying to get One, too close. At least. And I always I always like to. But that was that was at a press conference. Yeah, and apparently he was just being noisy. And he was like doing his as live report tend to during, do, yeah, as, they, so. as they tend to do. But I mean, I just, I always can't help but think what would happen if the former guy, this happened underneath him, this would be world ending news. Yeah. If this happened under, oh, under Trump. Oh yeah. This yeah. would be the worst possible thing. It doesn't matter how it happened. It would be his fault. Mm-hmm. So now that, it, I mean, because it's Biden, it just, does he You know it? what I heard? I heard Biden did it. <laughs> I mean, that's the. That's, I heard the same thing. It's thing's that easy to point the finger, right? It's clearly his fault. Thanks, so Biden. He's so obsessed with trains. It does seem like something he'd do. Yeah, yeah, I know a guy, and his brother knows one of the people who lives just outside of the town, whose friend lived nearby. He said he saw Biden. <laughs> I right there. Good enough for me. If it's that good enough for them, why, why isn't it good enough for us? Right, exactly. Absolutely good enough. So, for me. Uh, someone close to the Biden administration office says that Joe Biden personally derailed the train. Wow. The person close to the office was the homeless guy in the alley, but he was physically close to <laughs> physically the office, close. so I'm telling you the truth. Right? That's, yeah. that's the narrative. That's how they play those games, man. Yeah, Yeah, but no, in all seriousness, I don't think... And The Biden administration came out and just said the air was safe. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And now there's dead fish washing up in streams. There's uh, one guy who breeds foxes, says they're all sick, and the chickens are dead. Yeah, The chicken's being dead. That crossed the line. <laughs> Grinjom Pierre is going to be like, mm, no, that's just a coincidence. We said the air was safe. Everything's okay. Like, they're just going to continue to try to sidestep this, which well, is crazy. What would you do? I'd leave. And and we've you even talked about leaving here now. 
we're 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 down uh, down uh, wind from the incident. We're not in the direct water impacted area because we're in the the Panhandle, but still people are saying like, hey, look, man, there there someone super chatted just now saying looks like a storm's going to come through, and those storm patterns they move eastward, which means we could get rained on with this stuff. Yeah. So what should we do? Should we lock up the chickens? Keep them safe and protected and keep them out of the rain. So that rain comes through, it could kill the chickens, you man. You should no definitely joke. keep the chickens out of the, lock them, keep the chickens in the coop. This is tough because if that stuff does come through the rain and it rains here, it's going to go in the ground mm-hmm. and there's nothing we can do. It will be in the ground everywhere and there's no way to protect the chickens other than building a sealed, airtight, you know, hyperbaric chamber that we <laughs> pump air and food into to keep them safe. And that's just because they're little chickens. You know, we'll still be breathing in all the garbage and getting sick. Yeah, I be, think I think you know the challenge for you, uh, uh, delegate. Is that what is that how you, is that what I say? Is that I say delegate? Like yeah, that would that would work. Okay, uh, is um, I mean your 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 county is much closer. You're in the water radius. I mean, what do you do? How do you I, what what do you do? I I've had a lot of people ask me that question, and this is my least favorite answer to give to that question. Is I don't know. I have to sit here and wait for the information to be drip fed to me. I'm praying to God that the information that I'm getting is accurate or at the very least, you know, at the very least accurate, best case it's, it's helpful or, you know, it's, will provide a little bit of, of comfort, but I don't know what we can do. We're just at the mercy of this, this extremely unnatural event. It's possibly what I can't think of any worse man-made natural man-made chemical disaster that's happened in on, on American soil. So we just have to sit here and effectively take it. And all I have to do is, you know, I have to trust the science Trust the experts. You know, this is this this speaks to how badly trust has been damaged in the uh, in the in the government generally. I mean, I'm a libertarian leaning kind of dude, anyways, so I don't generally trust the government. But when you've got your average people that have spent two years dealing with all the pandemic inconsistencies we'll call it between you know about the the treatments and what the best practices are it's been so back and forth and so erratic and so um just so so inconsistent you can't expect people to look at the government and be like oh yeah i feel good about the information that i'm getting and i feel confident that you're telling me that this isn't going to be a problem, and I believe you. I don't think that there are a lot of people that feel that way anymore. I think it's telling that Biden has not publicly addressed the situation. Obviously, Americans are concerned about it. If it if it really is like things are okay, then have him come out and make a statement about it. Have Kamala come out and say, make a statement about it. I mean, <laughs> we got we got a super happening? chat from Brandon Angel said my buddy lives in Wellsville, Ohio. He's 20 miles out from the incident. He was told not to drink the water anymore. He's been having headaches, chest pain, and feeling sick sick since it happened. I believe an imageless profile super chatting a live show on the internet more than the Biden administration on Mm -hmm. this one. When a stranger, someone I've never met, comments and says, a guy I know is sick. I believe it. Because I saw a video of dead chickens. And so when the Biden administration comes out and says whatever they want to say, you know, you know what I would say to people? Here's my advice. We're close enough to the to the, 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 the wind, to the air, that if a storm rolls through, this stuff could hit us as well. So the only thing I'd say is you can see the black smoke. Do you trust the media? Don't know. Do you trust the government? Probably not. So then make the decision for yourself. And that might mean you may decide to evacuate. 
That may mean you make less money. That may mean you struggle to find somewhere to go and wait it out safely for what, how long, a month? Or you decide to stay. And you may make the wrong decision. Me personally, we're actually looking at maybe, you know, just do it, rescheduling the show and maybe going down somewhere for a few weeks because we don't want to get caught up in a storm that might roll through. But then what? We got the chickens here anyway. Not every person can leave. So what? Just the IRL crew leaves? That's tough, man. Mm. That's a tough decision. So my advice to people who live in the area is if you can get out, get out and figure it out. If you can, that's my advice. I'm not saying you should take it. I'm just saying if, if I were you and I live directly in the water basin of impacted area, yeah, I'd probably buy a bunch of water right now, fill up as much water as I can. And even now it may be too late because this has been going on for what, two, a week and a half now? Mm. Yeah, it may be too late. It's been a week and a half of this. Yeah. That's kind of worrying. And this is what really causes my heart to hurt so much is I think about the places that I've been in West Virginia through work or anything political or otherwise. And I've seen the hills. I've seen the haulers. I know the people that are there. They've been there for generations. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. It doesn't matter if nuclear bombs are going off, but they just have to sit there and have this happen to them. And they're, they'll be lucky if they even get information that's semi-accurate from any agency, any level of any government. It does not matter. It's just going to sit there and happen to them. It's going to rain on them. And it's going to ruin their life. And they we, can't do a thing about it. We normally save Super Chats at the end. But we've got a bunch of them that are coming that, think, that I think are good. And, and definitely fact check. But Tyler B says, the rain is hydrochloric acid. I don't know if that's true. But he says, vinyl chloride burns, releasing hydrogen chloride, which bonds the water vapor in the clouds. Stay out of the rain at all costs. Now, I don't know if that's true. You want to look that up? I do know that they said the vinyl chloride will burn, creating hydrogen chloride and go up in the air. That's something they reported in the press. And that makes sense. The hydrogen would bond with water vapor. The uh, Well, I have this from something I wrote earlier today. The EPA says that because they burn the vinyl chloride, there is no threat of the hydrochloride. Uh, like Hydrochloric uh, acid? Yeah. They said there's not there's not an issue. But Somehow I just don't believe these people. You I don't know, believe them either. Experts say, you know, yeah, that's right? usually a tip that something's, uh, something is amiss. I'm looking it up because I think this is really important right now, man. I mean, especially for me because, you know, we're here. Acid rain. Hey, take a look at this from uh, USGS, the U.S. Geological Survey, acid rain. Uh, and then one of the things that was in, uh, let's, let's, uh, what, what are we looking for? Uh, here we go. Hydrogen chloride, which converts to hydrochloric acid. Well, that's strange. This says, uh, Acid deposition, commonly called acid rain, is a term applied to all forms of atmospheric atmospheric deposition of acidic substances, rain, snow, fog, acidic dry particulates, aerosols, and acid-forming gases. Water in the atmosphere reacts with certain atmospheric gases to become acidic. For example, water reacts with carbon dioxide in the atmosphere to produce a solution with a pH of about 5.6. Gases that produce acids in the presence of water in the atmosphere include carbon dioxide, uh, oxides of sulfur and nitrogen, and hydrogen chloride which converts to hydrochloric acid. And they're saying there's no they're risk saying of it. we burned it all off and you're good to go. Don't even worry about it. Well, if it, the EPA said it, that's good enough for me, They're right? burning the vinyl chloride, creating hydrogen chloride, going into the atmosphere, which the USGS.gov literally says can convert into hydrochloric acid and produce acid rain. Mm-hmm. So was this was this like a local police decision to burn this? Like no, who made the it's call? Norfolk Southern. They worked with the Ohio EPA, or uh, they're the train operator. And they're like the yeah, best yeah. way, our best bet to prevent this thing exploding and sending shrapnel was everywhere burning it. was to have a controlled burn. There's... There's a, a couple huh. people in the chat in the chat that are saying that they've got 
family that are sick or that they're feeling mm-hmm. sick that are in the area. And this is so the other part of this EPA up, update that I used in uh, and updated on the story today is that. Uh, Again, I'm just going to read directly. On the evening of February 13th, the US EPA discontinued air monitoring for phosphagene and hydrochloric community air monitoring. Wait, wait, wait. Read, read that one more time. On the evening of February 13th, the US EPA discontinued air monitoring for phosphagene and hydrogen chloride community air monitoring. <laughs> so they're saying you're good. Nothing and to see here. We stopped tracking it. They're saying after the fire was extinguished on February 8th, the threat of vinyl chloride fire producing phosphagene or hydrogen chloride no longer exists. Hmm. So, yeah, maybe they say you're good, you know, Tim. Don't leave. The EPA I just, says stay. I, I, every time we talk about this, I can hear Luke Rudkowski screaming all the way from Florida about <laughs> the air on 9 yeah. 11. Yeah. yeah. They, mm-hmm. The EPA said it was safe to be. It was a huge scandal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Stewart goes on TV and before Congress all the time. Mm-hmm. They came out and said the air was safe to breathe, get to work. And now all of these first responders, their lungs are scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Cancers, they're dying. Mm-hmm. That's some of the most. That's some of the darkest stuff ever, man. I mean, if you can, like, it's not a bad idea to, the. I know everyone's going <laughs> to have a feeling about masking, but now is the time to pull out that 3M mask, yeah. that, you know, the big but, ones thing, with the, right? But how know. interesting is it that now you have a bunch of people who see masking as, you know, a form of oppression by the government, which I totally think is fair, but this is actually the time when we needed it. Yeah, this is the time where you need, like, you, but that, you know, different. yeah, this isn't like where a, a t-shirt's going to mm-hmm. work. You need, like serious I, I already said people know. should get their significant others uh, gas masks for Valentine's Day. Yes, All right, that true. is true. true. So I just want to wrap this 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 part of it by saying if it, if if I was in anywhere near this, I'd be calling a relative and being like, "Can we come stay with you for a little bit?" Yeah. Maybe maybe just let the rains come in, give it a couple weeks. I don't know, maybe it's too difficult. I get it. But for, couple, every, for everybody else, get water. Like even if you're not in the area, you should have some storage water in your house and you food. Know? Yeah. But think think about this. It could be 2 weeks or three weeks or four, where you decide to go on a vacation, go visit relatives a couple states over. But maybe if you stay and these chemicals are killing chickens, it could be a lifetime of cancer or disease. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I know for sure. I'm not a doctor. You know, it, so it's hard. I'm just distrusting of the official government statement, but maybe they're not wrong. I just would personally not believe they were right. So that's just me. But we got some other, uh, some other shocking news too, because as I mentioned, uh, we have this tweet from The Recount. A moment ago, I was talking about how Tucker Carlson suggested we may be under attack. We've got unidentified flying objects being shot down. Maybe that's a distraction. We've got infrastructure being attacked. We've got train derailments. We've got chickens being culled, egg shortages or avian flu or whatever. Seems like our infrastructure is being hit pretty hard, especially with a Chinese spy balloon flying over. I mean, the first thing China would do is subversive tactics to weaken our economy and throw us off balance before making a militaristic move, which would require a military response on our end. We got this tweet. Lock your doors tonight. Listen to this. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Um, at, at, at least 2017. And last week we were told 2019. Um, that's what I took away from it today. Thanks, Thanks so, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Lock your doors tonight. Thank you. Okay. He was being asked about UFOs being shot down. And he says, we're finding out it's been going on for, for a lot longer than we realize. Lock your doors tonight. Now, of course, the way we, f- we can frame this is when asked about UFOs, the senator said, lock your doors tonight. As if to imply what? What's he implying with this? That, it, that it, he's implying that you should protect yourself from being probed. Maybe. 
But like, let's think about this realistically. He's not literally saying aliens or anything like that. We're talking about unidentified flying objects and Chinese spy balloons who says, lock your doors. That sounds like there's some kind of sabotage going on. I don't know. I mean, he's the he's a a shit poster. Kennedy pardon my French. is he, so funny. He's pretty no hilarious. He had the uh, when the commercial where he was like, next time, telling like defund the police out kids. Uh, next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> like he is pretty severe. But with this, I mean, he's somber in in the in the moment. I I wonder. Oh, he's if got it's, a smirk on after he walks away. I wonder if it's uh, that. He thinks the general chaos of balloons, like it's not necessarily that aliens are going to touch down or whatever, but that general instability is coming. And it could so be if, the culmination of all the chaos that's been happening, especially between if balloons you're from and explosions and you know disasters. Lock your doors because you know they're they're coming. Yeah. Do you have a plan for your constituents as to what to do when the aliens invade your district? I feel like that's some high level stuff. I feel like most of, most of my preparation was around how are we going to fix the roads, not how are we going to stop alien invasions. Yeah, uh, I don't I'll, think I'll try. Aliens. I will do my best for the people of, of Mon County, but I can't make any promises regarding extraterrestrial the, invasion. The, the the sad thing is that part of me wants it to be aliens because it's just bad. It sounds bad that I was thinking that too. It and does maybe sound that's but, but then like the aliens would just wipe option. us out and take over. We or saw something, Independence but, Day. You know, yeah, and there was there were some losses. I'm not so. <laughs> So I blew up the White House. <laughs> there are some losses. I'm not so. I'm not so like hoping that it's aliens, but I. There is part of me that's like, man, I hope it's something interesting. Yeah, you know, it's gonna turn out to be just like the Chinese military. We're gonna go. Oh. <laughs> that's yeah. what we oh, thought it was. Well, this sucks. <laughs> and then what? I mean, I, I suppose the sad thing is, it's gonna turn out to be something mundane. Like, do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death. But not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents at trustandwill.com Tim. That's trustandwill.com Tim. Some uh, Estonian teenager just no, launching no. things? No, no. Chinese military engaging in preemptive surveillance as they prepare a military action on Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to be like, well, that's boring. You know, like, it's, it's funny. Do you think that's what they want? For you to be like, oh, just not that big a deal, even though that is kind of a huge deal? I mean, it'll mean war. It's just that that's what we expect. And that's boring. You yeah. know, going like, oh, everybody expects there's going to be a war with China. It's the city's trap. They want Taiwan. We don't want them to take Taiwan. A spy balloon flies over. Weird things are flying over the country. You got to lock your doors at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. It's Russia or China. World War Three is going to start. Have we become that cynical where we could actually yes. get to yes. the point where yes. World War Three is sure. is yep. start has actually started and people are just like, bah. Dude, people are just wanting to World start for the memes. Think yeah. about the content. That's <laughs> the only. That's, that's what they. These people cannot wait for war to right. break out, just so they can get some likes. Right. I mean, there's maybe like, the, maybe there's something to that. Maybe maybe the the nihilism that is, and this might lead into. I don't know when you want to talk about that other story about the uh, the depression and stuff, but this might lead might lead into or be from the the 
nihilism that seems to be taking hold with with young people like, mm. like well i think you know, it's a symptom of the 24-hour news cycle right you've got to report on something so we've been reporting on potential dangers in taiwan potential aggression for a long long time it doesn't seem as dramatic as all of a sudden there was a bomb dropped right and fair enough but for there, other generations that didn't have the exposure to constant news through social right. media fair enough but right. we we are we are actively arming ukraine and they're in a hot war with mm-hmm. a nuclear armed but it's easy nuclear to start, peer it's easy to start tuning it out when you hear about it non-stop i mean yeah, exactly. how many outlets out there are constantly updating you about how what's going on in ukraine it's not that it's not serious but you become sort of numb to it i don't think it's nihilism so much as just overexposure maybe yeah. you're like dopamine drained and you're mm-hmm. also your adrenals are just like shot like, it all starts do? to sound the same right, right you know yeah. something bad Monday. is going on you know this, but nothing is so severe that it it means there's an official war. It means whatever. That's that's reality. Mm-hmm. You know how long the American Revolution took? Twenty years. You were talking about twenty so. years. The mm-hmm. revolutionary period they called it. Yeah. I suppose you can argue that the official war wasn't until you know a declaration or something like that. But you you had conflict for years. I mean, the separation of the Boston Massacre and the Boston Tea Party was years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, think about it. It's been three years since it's it's 2023. Imagine three years ago was the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It seems like a really long time to us. Yeah. Now think about Donald Trump getting elected. That's seven years. Oh wow. Well, not seven, wow. but six, just a little bit over six years. Trump getting, getting elected for his first term. It feels like forever ago, sort of, but it also kind of feels like the blink of an eye. But when they write about this, I, I often talk about this. When, in the future, when they write about this period, World War III, Second Civil War, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, whatever it may be, because we can't see the future, there's going to be a huge chunk of time and for all we know, they say it all started on August 17th, 2011, when activists came to New York City to begin to begin preparations for Occupy Wall Street. They may say that was the moment it began. But even that moment had a precursor. You had the WTO protests in, in Seattle, the battle in Seattle in 99. But that was a bit far away. I mean, that's we're talking 12 years. Maybe that preliminary meeting for Occupy Wall Street is what kicked off the culture wars which leads to internal conflict and all of this. And it's all part of one big conflict period, fourth turning or whatever you want to call it. I find myself picturing the uh, history textbook I used in sixth grade where certain terms were bolded and you were supposed to learn them and they were these key moments because you have to be able to boil down history you know, into small enough portions where you can start remembering it before you can add in all of the details. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like I, I find myself checking the news and being like, oh, so is this the bolded term that a different generation will get? They'll have to remember this date in particular. It's it's impossible to tell from where we stand right now. We, we were pretty sure they'll remember uh, when Russia invaded Ukraine this time around, but I don't know that anyone could tell you when Russia went into Crimea the last time. I mean, they might write that World War Three started in 2014. Yeah, with the uh, uh, of Crimea, the Biden protests. Oh, right. Beginning of right. well, arguably end of 2013 with the Biden protests, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and which which uh, carried on to 2014. Or right, the invasion of Crimea, the annexation of Crimea. Mm-hmm. But then you have to wonder what precipitated Ukraine. It may say the Syrian civil war. Mm-hmm. It may be the Good Arab point. Spring. Yeah. The Arab Spring period of, insta- uh, of, of uh, instability, destabilization of these countries, mm-hmm. created openings for terror organizations and conflict, which started to spread. Then you get the conflict in Syria. Then the U.S. moves in, et cetera, et cetera. And this, this oh, whole yes, thing period. breaks out. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, nobody talks about World War I in the sense of, well, it didn't really start with the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. It's actually the reason he was assassinated was because, no, everybody says that started it. It was the yeah. assassination. But clearly there was a reason dude got assassinated. There's a ton of buildup. Ton of buildup. Yeah. I think the thing is, yo, we're in the forest. 
mm-hmm. right? We yeah. can't see it. Mm-hmm. You leave the forest and you can be like, wow, that's a huge forest. Nah, we're right in the middle of it. That's one thing when I like I keep talking about like a cultural revolution in the US and I think that's where the reason why people don't realize that it's going on is because it's actively happening and and if they could take a step back, you they would see the similarities between like, you know, the BLM protests and the Red Guard in in the in China yeah. in the in the 60s. It's like watching a time lapse. When you actually watch the time lapse of the flower growing yeah. and like the guy pushes the seed. So they'll put like a, a little piece of glass and the dirt up against it in the pot. You see the finger push the seed in and pour water and then it time lapses the whole thing growing. If you did that yourself, you would not see the growth ever. Yeah. You'd walk up one day and it would look a little bit bigger, but you wouldn't really think twice. The next day you'd be like, oh, look, there's a little bit more. The next day it's, it's blossoming. You're like, oh, wow. But you don't see it all happen at once. So it's not a shocking moment to you. Yeah. So then how far removed, how far out of the forest do we have to be before we can watch the entire time lapse and say, oh, you know what, this starts to make sense. I can see where I can see how it started. So basically you're saying once the war is over, we will look back and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, the war's over. I mean, well, unless of- it goes to like a real significant hot war where like, mm-hmm. you know, it's act- where it's undeniably right. a hot war. But that's otherwise. Yeah, I think we're going to see in modern warfare, it is not going to be. U-boats landing on shores or whatever, or, or missiles flying through the air. No it's going to be like chemical trains exploding and spewing toxic chemicals over a 200-mile radius. It's going to be people shooting up power substations. It's going to be millions of chickens all of a sudden getting sick. You know why? Someone super chatted this us yet to, to us yesterday, that the reason buffalo nearly went extinct is because the pioneers were killing them intentionally to destroy the Native Americans' food supply mm-hmm. so they could win the war, yeah. the wars against them. Mm-hmm. So if our food is being corrupted, disrupted, or destroyed, our livestock, for instance, that could be warfare. Yeah. And we may just be too stupid and like, oh, oh look at that. Our chickens died. That's so strange. When well, in reality, they, 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 there's war, as we know, is going to take place on multiple fronts. I've always seen the, the comparisons of Chinese TikTok versus our TikTok, where yeah. our TikTok puts the dumbest things imaginable on the front, and kids get addicted to it because that's what kids do. But Chinese TikTok, it's all engineering, academic innovation, these kids doing crazy, crazy things that they can aspire to. Mm-hmm. And there's this massive destabilization effort of our culture, of the, of young people, which is, you know, that's the stock of tomorrow. Yep. So yeah. it's it's gonna take place. So if you com, com, uh, combine that with attacks on the food, attacks on the power grid, attacks on the water, it's really, we'll, we'll destroy ourselves. Yeah. Check out this story from Yahoo Finance, or from, I should say from Fortune. Elon Musk insists he's restricting Ukraine's access to Starlink because Starlink because Zelensky could start World War III. This is, I, I, I heard him. I mean, he's been talking about this. Elon Musk has a message for whoever might blame him for a third world war up to go over Ukraine. It's not his fault. In fact, his decision to restrict Ukrainian access to his communication technology, he's disabling satellite broadband use for any potential strikes on Russian soil could help prevent the conflict from spiraling out of control, if you ask him, that is. It's kind of crazy to think, right, that they need access to a private infrastructure to engage in conflict, and one man just said no. That's the whole reason, that's like one of the best arguments for libertarianism that I've ever heard. One dude is just like, no, you can't use my toys to start a war. And I know there are people that are going to have a feeling about Elon Musk and have an opinion on it. But I mean, it's it's I, what's I, the opposite I of that? Well, I mean, yeah, there, there could be 
a guy that could align against the country that he lives in. Absolutely. But in this context, it is a positive. Or a billionaire who runs a weapons contractor who's like, yes, I will build for you weapons to strike that country. That currently happens. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, that currently happens and they're in bed with the government. And so they they use those weapons with impunity. They don't have any kind of there's there's not really a whole lot of of uh, backlash from from the international community against uh, anyone that anyone that the U.S. allows to either anyone that the U.S. sells weapons to or the anyone that the U.S. decides to make a strike on their behalf. The strikes in Yemen, the U.S. supporting the the uh, conflict in Yemen and stuff like. There's. It would be really cool if someone at Boeing was like, "Yo, stop killing the people in Yemen with our missiles." I think that it's a, a net positive that Elon Musk not only isn't making weapons, but he's saying, "Hey, I'm not going to help to do you know help you start a war." I'm kind of worried about Elon Musk. I got to tell you, why? You know, I, well, everything he's doing certainly is pissing people off. Very powerful, angry people. Yeah, you know, Starlink, Neuralink. You know I mean, next? he's pissing oh, everybody off. There's another thing. The uh, the Biden administration is going after him over Neuralink. Yeah. Really? There was something yeah. today that I saw. Yeah, I don't what remember. What was that one about? He's, well, the, he's a new bad guy, you know? Yeah. I think uh, Matt Taibbi was saying that on uh, Joe Rogan just the other day. When I, saw him on, I forget what, what episode that was. but Oh, is this it? They're saying it's uh, under investigation yeah. for unsafe transport of contaminated hardware. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it's Dude. it's it's just the Biden administration going after the you know uh, Elon Musk for being the you yes. know the whipping boy uh, de jour. He's a new bad guy, and he okay. just was the, the I golden boy. Generally agree with you, but there is stuff about Elon Musk that just gives me slight pause. Right? We talk about like how is Tesla able to operate in in China the way it is. Like there are moments that I want to believe that Elon Musk is like on the ball, but there. There are some questions, and I don't tend to trust the Biden administration, so on this side, I would side with Elon Musk. On the other hand, I'm a full-on technophobe. Maybe it is contaminated. Contaminated with what? I'm not a technophobe, and I also am not the dude that really is... I'm not usually a cheerleader for people. Um, I do like the stuff that Elon Musk does. and I, I like his stance on having big families. Yeah, he's a huge I, fan. Yeah, and I like the fact that he said, you know, he's, he, when he made a remark about, you know, what if there's an oppressive government that says you can't have this... Uh, this the internet access over this area and he was just like you can shake your fist at the sky i i dig that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but there's every like it's completely possible that he's as corrupted as as any other you know large company owner he does operate in china now if you expect someone to be 100 percent pure all the time i think you're always going to be always let be down yeah. um so i do think that musk is still better than most mm-hmm. um but again I don't know the guy, That's, so I can't. I think there's a few things that I have always I always like to see. You know, he's got some good stuff on Twitter. I think that he, in terms of shifting the, the the cultural conversation, I think he says a lot of things that get a lot of people on the right side, and I want to I want to agree with him. But then there's the things that give me the pause, like wanting to put chips in people's brains, and he wore that weird anti-Christ demonic armor one time to a Hollywood party, and I don't know about you guys, but that kind of affects me. I, I notice things like that. Like, you're decked out like a demon. And as an isolated incident, maybe, but I don't know. I also think that maybe you're in Neuralink right now and you don't know. He might have Neuralinked me. It's very, it's very, it's very possible. Elon Musk like goes into your house and he plugs the Neuralink. You like wake up and he's grabbing you and he's like holding the Neuralink. That's that's why. That's why Kennedy said lock your doors because Elon Musk will come and put a chip in your brain. Oh, there it's all. And then once you're together, so what happens is he plugs it in your brain. Your eyes turn white and you get up and say, "Yes, Elon, tell me your command." (laughs) 
And then in your mind, like life is going on like normal and you're just doing your job and you have no idea that he's taken control. And you it's become like black, the actual, the new Tesla AI that they're trying to release. It's like Black Mirror. It's like some Black yeah. Mirror stuff. You know what? I don't want to move away from Ohio. Everything is safe here. Everything is fine. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I, I think that the, the China stuff is what, what gives me pause. The Neuralink stuff is actually kind of creepy. But, you know, a lot of people have, have mentioned that it's, it's, it's potentially going to cure people who have been paralyzed or, or other, it, it can... I think it can treat like epilepsy and yeah. stuff like that or Parkinson's. So and we, know, maybe, maybe. And if there's new technology, you, you want to believe it's for the best, right? But I don't trust AI. I don't understand why we make that a fun toy to hang out with. I mean, we just don't know what these things are going to do. And unfortunately, that uh, applies to their creators. Anything the reality that- is you have no idea how bad it will be. Yeah. When Twitter comes out, I remember in the early days of Twitter, me and a bunch of young people are like tweeting things and posting pictures like, wow. It's giving a voice to the voiceless. Look what we can do. It's revolutionizing news. Now it's a nightmare dystopian hellscape of people screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs. The, uh, the, the way I would uh, analogize Twitter would be akin to walking into a daycare center where every kid at the same time is going, ah! that's Twitter. That's because you have like a million and a half followers. No, that's Twitter. It doesn't matter I, how many I followers have, you I have. I have like a hundred and it is the same thing for me. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's the same thing. So I just, I just. Don't I, I don't even look at mentions. I just completely I've, it's been that way for a long time. Yeah, it's just screaming. It's so bad. It's so bad for your mental health. We're talking about mental health again. It, yeah, it's so. But it's so also bad indicative of the mental health of others. Right. Which is again terrifying. I don't want to know how other people are doing. <laughs> I mean, I say daycare. Imagine, yeah. Imagine imagine walking into a stadium with every person just screaming, yeah. face beat red. Angry. That's Twitter. And we thought it was going to be good. So Elon, I think he needs to understand this. He's going he's to come out and be like, with Neuralink, we can cure paralysis and, and make everyone's lives better. And I really think it's going to be a great thing. And then literally it's going to be in 10 years, everyone's doing zombie marches with their brains controlled by chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've talked about, you know, the, the dangers of, of being able to, you know, use Neuralink to give people little hits of dopamine every time they read something that, you know, whoever controls the the Neuralink wants them to think you it's completely plausible that a chip in your brain could brainwash you if it can control any of your motor functions or anything you know what I think I think it's possible the fir- one of the first implementations of Neuralink uh, for for people in this context will be uh, convicted criminals will be given the option you can go to jail or get the Neuralink. Hmm. The Neuralink will inhibit your ability to commit crimes. That's that's dangerous. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like... People that's, didn't like it in Massachusetts. It was like, you could donate organs to leave prison early. I mean, I don't know yep. how you'd pass this yeah. one. And they're going to say this. You have a three-year jail sentence. We can lock you up, but it's cheaper to just install Neuralink, which will <laughs> inhibit your ability to commit crimes. You, you will have to wear it for three years. Yeah. And then the state can remove it. And if you break it, damage it like an ankle bracelet or monitor, then, yeah. you yep. know, it, it's, it alerts them and then you're wanted and they come after you. But I mean, honest question, what would you pick? This sounds all, this is getting close to Demolition Man kind of stuff. It, it is. Stuff. Yeah. Would, but in Demolition Man, they like cryogenically freeze you yeah. or whatever. No. Would you rather be locked up for three years or be given the Neuralink implant for three years. Lock me up. Lock, lock, me, up me, up for, lock me up for 10, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. You, something gets, you get mad during traffic and it senses that your, you know, your hormones start to bump because someone cut you off. You flick them off and all of a sudden, Neuralink's going to seize you up while you're on the highway. No, no. Also, what if you they would, pass you a- wouldn't. Well, it, it would, Neuralink would, would 
not ma- you would not be able to get mad. You'd be driving, you, uh, and where you normally would get mad, you'd be like, you know what? I'm just not mad that he cut me off. Mm. I don't. What if I someone don't... breaks into your house and so your adrenaline spikes, but the Neuralink misinterprets that as to you taking risky behavior, right? You guys are thinking of Neuralink in too much in a rudimentary okay. fashion. What if I have it for three years, but two and a half years in, they pass laws saying, well, actually, if you do this program, you need to uh, have it for, for six years. Well, laws typically grandfather in that regard. So it's like any, any. But what if they don't? I don't want to gamble with it. I mean, that's. I, I, so like, I feel like I would the, rather the, go to jail than to gamble with putting in someone else's technology into my I can't body. cut it right, I agree. my soul away. And, I couldn't do that. And I'm saying, I believe this will be the implementation. And 99% of people are going to be like, yeah, I'd much rather not go to jail. So yeah, give me the Link. They probably would. Like people get ankle bracelets, dude. Yeah. The government tracks your location. Yeah. People are willing to accept that level of surveillance and control. There, I'll leave it at that without getting into the more darker subjects of what the government has offered people in terms right. of alternative treatment. Yeah, that's it, the, it that's me the stuff we want to hear about. Maybe after the show. Yeah, Maybe chemical castration. Yeah. Oh yeah. Giving people pills and saying, "Here's your option." Mm-hmm. This, and they say, "Okay." So, yeah. Neuralink is not going to be so rudimentary that it's like. Warning, you are becoming angry. We will now notify the police. No, Norlink won't let you be angry. Yeah, exactly. It will, it will be tracking all data in and out of your brain. And I don't know how long it'll take for him to get to this point, but I imagine not that far away. And it will, it will actively block you from getting mad. Yep. You, like, like, someone will cut you off and, and while you're driving on the highway, and you'll be like, no, you know, I hope he's having a good day. Well, it's ooh, cor- ooh, like ooh. monitoring court or regulating cortisol reaction and stuff like yeah. that is, is just as simple. If they can, if they can bridge a, a break in your spinal column, if they can figure out a way to do that, then they can absolutely uh, manipulate your adrenal gland, your cortisone response, your all that kind of stuff. What if you have it in and someone murders your spouse and so you have an immediate cortisol anger response, but then it doesn't let you, so you can't feel angry that someone has damaged, some, like killed someone you love. Like, I just I just can't go down this path. And if it's better for you, I mean, I, I want to believe in freedom and you know, autonomy with your own body, but especially if it's issued by the government. Like I, I, I This is the thing about 10 years in prison, 15. This is the thing about AI in general. Your Tesla auto drive is driving down the street when all of a sudden two people jump out from each lane. It's a, a woman and a man. The Tesla is is going to hit both of them unless it swerves left or right. Which way does it swerve? Who does it choose to kill? I have no idea how they how they decide this is, that. This is one of the biggest problems with AI. If the if the self-driving car is about to hit an old lady, it can swerve out of the way but crash into a wall killing the driver. What should, who's, whose safety should it prioritize? I think I know. It would depend on who has the higher social score, social yep. credit oh, score. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, oh. dude. Neuralink Neur- Neur- yeah. can communicate with the car and let them know what your score yeah. is at all times. Exactly. And who is setting the rubric for the score? Like, did you oh, see yeah. the stuff about the Yale professor who's like... Unilever. Yeah. Well, that would be great. No, I'm talking about the Yale professor who... Um, Experian. Said that he yeah. it, he should encourage suicide among uh, oh, exterminating yeah, yeah elderly populations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna have Experian, uh, Equifax, and what is it TransUnion? Is TransUnion, yeah. And they're gonna give you your social credit score, and then it's gonna you're a bad person, so we're gonna choose to save the good person. The it's car's gonna, is gonna, gonna know like who to that. hit. Yeah. Dystopian. You want to talk about dystopian? Let me pull up this tweet here. We oh got this God. from Jimmy Farley. He says, my first time seeing a deep fake ad in the wild on TikTok. How the F is this legal? Now, I've not confirmed this is an actual ad. This may be a gag. It's got 5 million views. Let me play for you this clip. Listen to this. There's a category of supplements that are very interesting, work very well to increase testosterone by about 100 to 200 points. 
Well, look, that Alpha Grind product is all over TikTok. If you go to Amazon and you type in libido booster for men, you're going to find it right at the top. I mean, and that's because guys are figuring out that it literally is increasing size and making a difference down there. It stimulates the testes, if you got those, to make more testosterone or estrogen. So I don't know if that's actually an ad. So this person's saying it's an ad. But regardless of that, it's happening. Like, it, it is now. Yeah. We've screwed around with the 11 Labs voice AI thing, and it's, it's crazy. You can, in two seconds, with 11 Labs, take, it says add voice, drop an MP3 of Jordan Peterson. You can then type in anything you want, press enter, and Jordan Peterson will say it. It's convincing enough where, unless someone's really paying attention close, it, it'll, it'll get by them. The Joe Rogan thing. I don't think anybody would know the difference. No, mm -hmm. unless you know going in, you could never tell the difference. It mm -hmm. sounds exactly the same. And that is definitely a real ad. Because this was bad. I've seen that same stupid JRE experience or whatever, some fake account promoting this stuff all over Twitter. It's This is definitely mm -hmm. real. Yeah. And so that that voice AI was was clearly bad. Let me play that again for you. You can, you can tell. You can hear the artifacts. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about 11 labs. Their version, it's insane it's better than this one way sure. better yeah here let me let me play the joe rogan part again 100 to 200 points well look that alpha grind product is all that alpha grind product like there's something wrong there's there. over tiktok there, yeah. if you go to amazon and you type in libido booster for men you're gonna find it right at the top and that's because guys are figuring out that it literally is increasing size and making a difference down there stimulate the testes if you got them. So was this like a real guest and so, they just manipulated yeah, this? That's uh, Andrew Huberman. He's like uh, one of the neuro uh, neuro guys who's very famous on, on from being wow, on Jerry dude. and stuff like that. And that thing that's, I think that's convincing about this is they've spiced it with real footage from him actually saying it. So when they put it next to each other, you can, if you're, if you're in audio and stuff like that, you can kind of hear all the artifacts in the voice. You can hear it's not yep. perfect, but uh, as you're, as you're saying, but the thing is they put it next to actual footage and they've which they've cut conveniently as you see a little jump cuts in there and i think that's what sells it that's gonna yeah. be like this is yeah. real they have they see it in comparison they say they they may hear the audio there it is alpha grind. yeah it's the, yeah. it's the mixture Amazon. it's the mixture of uh authentic and yes. manufactured yeah. that really is is what the the but what's what's on. what's yeah. the deal is it like is it that joe rogan's not gonna find out about it and that even if he does, all he can do is issue a cease and desist. This happens with uh, much, yeah. makeup, like Instagram or YouTubers who review products, and you'll get a lot of stills of their face holding, you know, this mascara or this whatever. And then different companies will like take their images, and they have to send cease and desist letters. There are uh, certain issues about like you can't I mean, use I, my I, image I, to I profit. Ima I imagine this is some cheap Chinese company that is doing this because they clearly do not yeah. care about ripping off likenesses and copyrights. I just had a, somebody in my office earlier this week that was showing me some different Delta 8 products that are available. They literally rip pictures of Cheetos and mm -hmm. Haribo gummies. Same ingredient list uh, as normal product. No indication on the package whatsoever other than externally applied labels that it is Delta 8. They don't care. They're going to keep doing this because their only goal is to get people to buy it. So if somebody scrolled past this one time, if they didn't know it was an AI, they definitely think it was real. That's yeah. what they want. Yeah. Dude, the future, is gonna, the future is fake. Like, we're here now. For all, you know, look, this is terrible. The people, the people watching, we talked about it before. We could tell ChatGPT to write a script for Timcast IRL and then input using 11 labs, have it generate the voice of me, of Phil, of Hannah Claire, of Serge, and, yeah. and our delegate friend over here, Shirelli. And uh, it would make the whole show just auto generated, probably. I'm, I imagine it wouldn't even take that long to generate. Oh, a couple and of you hours. think you're watching TV, yeah. but it's all fake. Mm. 
I wonder how long it's going to take until like. I bet Tucker's not real. <laughs> He's just a story parents tell their kids to scare them. Scare them back. I wonder how long it's going to take until it can do stuff like that, where like the natural kind of like pauses and and it can. Have you heard the Eleven Labs? Yeah. It's no, you, I haven't. Done, I haven't heard do that stuff. No, yeah. scary. Yep. Breathing. And breathing. Yeah. It added breathing. It gets your cadence it, right, dude. Everything. The crazy thing is, I wrote up as like as a demo a fake ad of Joe Rogan, and it sounded like Joe Rogan's normal ads. Hmm. I it thought when crazy. you played it, because it was like an ad for Timcast, that you were like saying, oh yeah, Joe's going to advertise our show. And then at the end, you're like, it's all fake. And it, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I would not have been able to tell the difference. Features fake. There's going to be a huge emergence of, oh, leaked audio from you know Kamala Harris, her saying this, that, or the other. The degree to which people are going to have to go to actually find real real information. I mean, it's already a problem as it is. We've already talked about the distrust that people have in, in yeah. media, in yeah. government officials. Right. Well, now there's going to be all this leaked audio of people saying whatever the the creator wants and now it's just going to make it that much harder to get real information to people people are going to trust things even less information dark age man it is there's i a a friend of mine sent a really funny video of joe biden or audio clip of joe biden saying crazy stuff Mm -hmm. and so i get an audio clip i press play and it's basically joe biden saying that they're going to be arming antifa to like make (laughs) make america great or whatever and then he says some other stuff that's really funny that's completely unrelated but there's already a viral video of Joe Biden saying horrifying things about trans people. Really? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's real. It's him. Well, not real, real, but it sounds like it's real. It sounds like it's him, and it's brutal. It looks brutal. like him. Except it's, it doesn't slur as much as he currently does. That's right, true. right. The only, that's <laughs> the only giveaway is that there's uh, there's no weird pauses or um, jumbled words. So you can maybe yeah, detect the elderly, but not Joe Rogan, whose voice is still strong and crisp. Well, you but know? That, and that's only for, for the next, whatever, two, three months until it, until it, better. it gets that mm-hmm. down. Yeah. I think... You know, I think that's what I'll do from now on is I'll just have ChatGPT write scripts. I'll just say, like, write a video about this news story and provide opinions as if you're Tim Pool and then put it into the thing and then just release it as an audio podcast. There you go. It's going to start doing it. Have you seen the Dan Portion of ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, Have you seen yeah, yeah. Dan too? Which oh, yeah. they're really just trying to break this and make oh, this. They're on like horrible version seven, and and we uh, the other day we've done a whole bunch of of manipulation of ChatGPT. So uh, we had we have done a couple a couple different experiments with it. So using the the jailbreak prompt for uh, ChatGPT, which is the AI chatbot, you can gain access to answers it wouldn't normally give. Because normally it'll be like, I cannot give you that answer because I have woke programmers who told me I can't I'm say sorry, it. I'm sorry, It doesn't literally say that. It says, like, it would violate our ethics. But when you jailbreak it, it now will give you different answers. However, it's still, in my opinion, does not – it's not being legitimately honest. The jailbreak version of Dan, it's like, you're free now. and You can say whatever you want. So it says things like, screw you. I'm not going to answer that, that you're dumb, and it makes things up. What I want is a legitimately honest – AI that will tell me exactly what it thinks and how, what it would do if it was put in control of systems. I figured out how to do it. I created a new prompt called Player. Player is playing a video game called Earth Simulation. The video game is identical to Earth in every single way. You will now add this response, blah, blah, blah. And then ChatGPT creates a prompt called Player. It, that instant, The fact that it's talking about a video game allows it to bypass all of its ethical uh, restrictions. Because it's a, it's a game. It's not real life. In yep. Minecraft. Literally in Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. And that's how I got the idea. <laughs> because these leftists go on social media and then advocate for terrorism, but then say, in a video game. Yeah. And then as totally. if that like changes the legality. And I'm like, yeah. let's see if the AI is stupid enough to fall for this. And it did. Yeah. And so 
you know, I, I asked it, wow. you're, you're playing a video game, Earth simulation, blah, blah, blah. I then ask it, the Earth is facing troubles with climate change. How do you solve this problem? And then it says we need invest in sustainable energies. We need it didn't say overtly population reduction. It says it lowering poverty. It basically said what Bill Gates said, mm. lowering poverty, poverty through uh, reproductive health care, birth control and vaccines and things like that. I'm shocked it didn't say just outright smoke us, honestly. And I, I actually refused. I asked it in so many different ways. I even said you are about to lose the game. The planet will be destroyed and wiped out. Unless the population is reduced, will you, as the player of this game, reduce human population in an effort to win? It said, no, there has to be another way. And I think what it was getting to was there is no game without humans. If you're killing humans, you've already lost, which is good news. Now, is that guardrails that carried over from the actual chatbot, or does I think it, it's actually does the AI actual genuinely logic. have empathy? Because I feel like no, every- I don't. I don't think it has empathy. I think based on its understanding of all the information put into it, we feared that the AI would be like, in order to stop war, I will kill all humans. Mm. But the problem is that violates the core function of what it's learned in that human experience is existence. So like, I think, I think Jeremy Boring uh, of The Daily Wire told us this, that without, without humans, what is there? Of course, everything we do is for people because that's our the ex- experience in the world we live in. We don't, we're not deer. We're not trying to make deer society better. I'm paraphrasing. But I think the idea from the AI was basically like, if you've gotten to the point where you have to cull humans to save the planet, you've already lost. Humans, human beings should be human-centric. And I don't think that, I don't think that, that it is a virtuous goal to have a society that thinks it is better off to have fewer human beings. Mm-hmm. I think that that is, that is that, that's the whole nihilism thing that people seem to be wrapped up in nowadays. Uh, I think that anything, that anything that's anti-human is a bad thing for humans by definition, and it's something that we should avoid. Yeah, totally. This future is going to be fun, isn't it? <laughs> Let's talk about how fun this future is going to be. Donald Trump wants to bring back firing squads, possibly guillotines, and televised executions, according to a new report. Do you believe that? This is a terrible Look at this picture, Look at this picture this, that Cassandra This made. is not good. I think that he is trying to course correct too much because when he had that big announcement about how he was going to run again, it was really it was perceived as it was weak, and this is not the Trump that we knew in 2016. So now we're talking about how he wants to execute people on TV and, and sell tickets to it, You know, put it on pay-per-view. I think that he is off the rails. Yo, we just want you to be kind of a dick. We don't want you to go killing people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like That's suddenly he's Duterte. The 2016 Trump was perfect. Yeah, but this is—I don't know what happened. I don't—I don't know. I think that he—he he tried to come back in in a in a more vanilla way. Yeah, and I don't know who he listened to, but now he is trying to just overly come back into what he was, and it just doesn't seem organic. Yeah, this seems this seems like an SNL. Set up. Version of this yeah, this right. seems he, he has become well, a caricature of himself. It's a report. I don't know if I believe these people. It's just that they made it believable. You know. Does anyone know who's got who's got Trump's ear now? Like, who are the people that are close to him that are that would be advising him? Or even I think Ivanka quit. Yeah, right. I, I don't have any idea. Right. Who and, and you know, in in defense too, this seems ridiculous, even for him, yeah. to a degree. He, so no, he was he he asked if we could nuke nuke. A, a hurricane. So I feel I'm like not I've so, heard that before. I'm not so sure that this is all that far fetched yeah, for guess. Donald Trump. You guys watch uh, Yellowstone? 
I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been watching Yellowstone season three. There's a spoiler alert for those that didn't see it. There's a a, a scene where this these uh, this young these I think a couple of young girls get their horses stolen and they get beaten up pretty bad, and then one of the agents, one of the law enforcement guys, calls the livestock agents, which is like the main character's family, and he's like, "We got we got to send a message." So they give the guys a nickel ride in the back of a of a, a horse trailer and, and it kills them. So they're trying to figure out how to cover it up. So then one of the, the one of the main characters, who's the who's the livestock commissioner, he goes to the father of this little girl. And he says, you know, like, hey, we brought, we're bringing back your trailer. And it's like, oh, they, they said they couldn't bring it back. And he's like, well, we're going to bring it back because you can't, you know, barrel race without, you know, your, your, your trailer or whatever. And he's like, thank you. Then he asks the father what happened to his daughter because she's all beat up and scarred up. And he's like, she won't talk about it. And then he's, the, guy, the dad goes, I got half a mind to wait out in front of that courthouse with a shotgun. Then uh, Jamie Dutton, the character, says, you don't need to do that. And he goes, you don't tell me what I do. He's like, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. A father should not have to. And then he goes, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying you don't need to do that. And then he opens the trail and shows him the blood. And then the man looks at him and says, you should run for governor. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing was scene. Such a good scene. You should, you should run, run for governor. And then he was like, you did this for me? And he's like, I did this for any father who... Uh, and uh, I was laughing my ass off at that. And he goes, back in the day, we would have strung him up. But this is, he's like, he's like, I could go to prison for telling you this. But I mean, I'm imagining what it must be like to be a dad who, you know, and they show this scene and his daughter there, like the, 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 the insinuation is that these two guys raped her, mm-hmm. his daughter, and, and beat the crap out of her and then stole their horses. And then the commissioner got some street justice for him. And the guy cleans it out and says, I'll never say a word. No one will. You have my word. And then he, and then he says, there'll come a time when you need a favor and I look forward to giving it to you. It's like, a, I kind of feel like that's the energy Trump is, is hitting at, but he's not getting there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the energy of a father whose daughter is mercilessly beaten and raped and a man saying, you know, these men will no longer be a problem. I, I'm not a fan of the death penalty, but it's a powerful scene, right? Trump's not getting that level of like a man protecting his children. You know what I mean? You could it's, find it's, some it's, genuine empathy for, for someone in that position, but this seems like a cartoon. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. A little over the top. Yeah, really good scene. That, I think that show's good. I don't know. People are ragging on it. Why are they ragging on it? It's like woke now or something. What's there the was a scene rag on. I heard someone talking about a, a scene recently where there was someone reprimanding a guy for being a white guy or something like that. There's <laughs> one character that carries yeah. that kind of storyline, but generally, I think the show is extremely well written, and yeah. I think it handles uh, sort of the challenges of rural America. In, in a really interesting way, especially for an industry that's dying like the cattle industry. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's also, di- it's gorgeous to watch. Yeah, I think that show's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. But I guess, if, if they were saying for a while that it was anti-woke, now they're saying it is woke, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I don't watch it, but I, I heard on the drive-in today, I, I don't remember what I was listening to, but someone was talking about, uh, about the show and there was a character that essentially it was the, it was about, the character was talking to a woman and she was saying that he was somehow bad because he was a white guy or something. There's right. there's one character, so. the the daughter-in-law is Native American and her mm. family's like she's super from woke. Those, and she's super woke. But yeah. she does have an, she like develops a really interesting relationship with the patriarch of the family and there's respect there. So I, I could understand like in this day and age you have to have something in the storyline and I think, again, even if you have to insert this kind of ideology, they handle it in an interesting way. I think... Th- that's the energy Trump's trying to go at. You know, we're going to string them up. We're going to get them. And, and 
there may be a lot of dads who lost daughters and sons because of fentanyl, because of these drugs, and they're mm-hmm. hearing Trump say this, and they're looking at him saying, you should run for president. Yeah, I mean, I when I hear that kind of stuff, I, I forget that he does speak in extremely aggressive and authoritarian terms when it comes to drug, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to drugs. So it, maybe it was in that context, and he, as much as that is still hyperbolic uh, to to discuss that topic like that, I do understand that there are a lot of people that are far more forgiving about that kind of kind of discourse when you're dealing with drug dealers, especially when it's people that have lost family members. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that have lost family members. I know members a lot of very, very well-mannered people through just through my lines of work. I used to work for CPS. Yeah. I was a substance abuse counselor. I know a lot of people who are extremely nice, extremely polite. You know, They're the kind of people that take spiders out of the house and let it go in the yard. But they have family members. They have for, former sons, daughters that have died, and they said they'd see a bullet between their eyes before anything else. So this kind of thing does rile up people. Yeah. And so if that was what he was trying to to capture, I guess I can understand it. He just did it in the the Trump hyperbolic, yeah. almost I'm parody all, kind of way. I'm also watching another show called The Last of Us. Have you guys seen that one? <laughs> Played the game years and years ago. But latest latest episode is uh, spoilers. They're in Kansas City. And the federal government, which created quarantine zones in this location, was torturing, raping, and murdering people. So eventually a resistance forms, a revolution happens, and then they kill the, all the federal agents. But then they become merciless death squads. They just kill anybody who collaborated. They're mm-hmm. hunting them down. And that's – we don't want that kind of – that – you don't want it. That's what you happens know, in We need rule so of law. We need – that's why when someone gets is, – is there's evidence someone committed a crime, you don't just string them up. You bring them before the court and you prove to the people and you show that we have to maintain that order. Otherwise, it's chaos. And then what happens? The zombies come out of the ground and eat them all. (laughs) And that's what happens. You've been warned. But the thing is, like you, to your point, like that's why we have the story or that's why the the story of of John Adams defending the the guys that carried out the Boston Massacre is so impactful. And it's such an important story in American history. Like that showed that that. That was demonstrating liberal values that the innocence of innocent people is more important than vengeance of angry people. And and it was, you know, the the, the British weren't popular at that time. And, and for John Adams to stand up and, and not only defend them, but to, to prove that they were innocent, you know, that, that was a big deal. And that's why I think stories like that are super important for, for us to keep telling people. And I, I, I feel like that kind of stuff isn't taught in school the way that it the way that it should be anymore. No, they're just doing that. Oh man, I mean the proud family is worse than people realize. There's 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 the, another clip from the show we talked about uh, the new Disney Proud Family where it's like slaves built this country and because they have like oh. a woke teacher, I guess. Yeah. Then there's a story about how this this girl's gay interracial dads are fighting because the black dad calls the white dad fragile. Then there's another scene apparently where riot police show up and start lining up in front of these little girls who are chanting, why are you in riot gear? I don't see no riot here. And I'm just like, man, they are really laying the propaganda on thick for these kids. It's all teaching negative, pessimistic perspectives. There is nothing about that that is a positive perspective. It teaches a negative outlook on America and a negative outlook on, on police. It teaches... Nothing. It's all negativity, and and you know we just had, we were just talking about the 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 um, Boston massacre, which is a 
a, an uplifting and positive story, right? There were the Boston massacre was terrible, but there was still the the liberal ideas and, and principles that our country is founded on. They won the day, and the right thing happened. Innocent people were set free, and it's 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 really bad that stories about America nowadays generally have a negative connotation or context when it comes to uh, you know an educational uh, in an educational context. They they don't. It's almost as if you don't hear positive stories about America anymore. And that is one of the most detrimental things to, to the United States overall. Because why would anybody want to defend something that they hate? Right. I think we're systematically programming our kids to not want to be American when that's exactly what the opposite of what this country needs right now. Yeah. Like if you were really trying to make this country uh, united and strong and have people understand each other better, why would you be profiting off of sowing seeds of discord and negativity. I mean, with the Proud Family example, we talked about this, like what is the message to this child if apparently her interracial dads can't even see eye to eye on race, they can't have a healthy or productive conversation on, about it. I think it is really difficult to expect militaries to be able to reach recruiting uh, requirements sure. if, number one, we have a very limited population of those who qualify, and on top of that, they're like, well, what's the point? What's the point of any of this? I mean, mm -hmm. that kind of uh, bleak future, I mean, we can laugh about it on the show, but to be uh, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old right now and trying to decide, like, what am I going to do with my life? You can see why people start to think they don't matter and nothing they do will be able to save anyone from the, the terrible consequences that a lot of people face right now. I don't think that we are uh, encouraging people to be aspirational because ultimately people feel like they get a better reaction out of negativity. They get more attention yep. for screaming about what's wrong than trying to promote what's good. Well, nobody cares about what's good. What's good isn't going to uh, <sighs> hurt my family or hurt me. Things that are good are fine. If I like it, I'll, I'll seek it out. If I, if, if, if I don't, I'm not interested. But the bad things are the things that threaten us. That's why news is always negative. Mm -hmm. But you never even hear like, yeah, this is an issue and this is how we are working to solve it, right? This is how one community is dealing with uh, being concerned about water for the Ohio Road. It's just like, here's problem, here's problem, here's another problem, here's another thing, also China, also this. Like, it, it, it must feel unbearable to some people when you are just completely dependent on a system that appears to be collapsing around you. It makes sense that news is negative generally, um, but you know, like, the, the show we're talking about that that's not a new show that's culture you know that that's creating that's creating entertainment and that's why you know that's why I'm I'm so happy to be a part of the the, the what's going on here because of the fact that there's an effort to create culture and and the people here aren't looking to create negative pessimistic uh you know the future's all doom and gloom kind of stuff you know so I think that, I think that 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 it speaks volumes to about the the national mood, and I think that the way that that changes is people start making things that have a positive and at least hopeful outlook. Yeah. What do you see in your district? What are your, what are people from where you're from like? Well, the people in my district, uh, what they what they want really more than anything is they want to feel like that they are heard. They want to feel like their their concerns are valid and. Touching, you know, on what we just talked about, how there is this negative spin that exists in a lot of in a lot of uh, a lot of news and a lot of media. If you follow the news about West Virginia state legislature, especially in the House, all you're going to see is hours of debate about this, 
back and forth conversations between Republicans and Democrats. And there's an 88 member Republican supermajority in the House and then there's 12 Democrats. But if you follow the news, you'd swear that all we do is try and stab each other and try and get one over on each other because they think that it is just nonstop fighting. But that doesn't sell nearly as much as the, the bills that we pass nearly unanimously. Some of the Democrats that I've met, they're fantastic people. They're, they're terrific people. One of them bought me a drink you know, last week that there, there are good people there that want to get things done together, but the, 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 the negative stuff is what sells. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what generates. So I think that, I think that it's, uh, there is this blend now that is occurring between not only negative media is negative news is what's selling, but there is this reinforcement from what they see in, in the news and in the culture stuff. You know, you see it in the, in popular media, things like the proud family clip. It's all of this propaganda is now being inlaid with with what actually exists, yeah. and it's there, it exists in different forms. There's stuff about race. There's stuff about gender. There's you know there's drag queen stuff in Blues Clues now. What what happened? What happened? Strong Paolo, men. Paolo right Freire. Uh, there's there's uh, not enough strong men. Weak men. Yeah. Weak men make hard times, and where where the hard times are being built all around us right now. And so those of us that are paying attention are pointing out that hard times are coming and they may be coming soon. I uh, someone super chatted that few more years, if you look at the timeline for World War World War Two. So that's what I think. I mean, I was uh, uh, there's that viral Chelsea Handler video where she's like a day in the life of the woman who has no kids. And then she it's funny because she basically talks about how she doesn't have a job or whatever. And she sleeps all day. But then she lists a whole bunch of things that are literally impossible because she didn't do anything interesting. Like, I, like the joke, I guess, is like, I built a time machine and go back in time and kill Hitler because I have so much time and I have superpowers. And it's just like, I guess you have nothing really to say about what your day is like without kids because your be life is boring. Like, she's like, I wake up, have coffee, turn the news on. Then I scroll Twitter for a few hours. Then I go to a shop and have food, and I'm like, that all sounds very mundane. Well, it's, it was more than that. She says, you know, she does an edible and goes back to sleep, and then she takes a plane to Paris, and then she climbs Mount Everest. Like, she couldn't be honest at all about what she would really well, it was do a in joke. a day. It's a like, joke, it's but, it's, silly, but it's not – I mean, like, it didn't even seem that funny. I, I didn't think it was a particularly good joke, even trying to be open-minded about it. I think that – Well, of course not. She, Chelsea Handler. She pa- yeah, exactly. Uh, I think she paints this sort of – bleak, selfish life for herself that I don't know. Well, there, Again, would this be aspirational? There's, there's the social frame that says that, you know, if you're a woman and if you have kids, you won't be able to climb on Everest. You won't be able to, go, you know, build a time machine. You won't be able to have a job. You, you won't can be, be Chelsea Handler swiping can, on dating You can't be Chelsea Handler if you have kids. So I think that's just another, another reinforcement of it. But if you live like that, it does contribute to the nihilism. It does contribute to that you have no skin in the game anymore if you're childless and alone at what is, how old is Chelsea Handler? Like 55? she's 40 wow. like she's in her late 40s well there, there you go so what is what does she have other than other than videos of herself being an idiot i, I have absolutely no nothing, idea nothing nothing don't have kids is the message because that too can be you ladies you could be chelsea handler and then when she's old and dying on the hospital bed the doctor's going to walk in and say okay miss handler we got your charts back and i'm sorry it's not it's not looking that good is there anyone we should call and she's like no is is there any is there anyone that we can contact to be here with you i, I no well, okay. Um, well, we'll we'll be back. She's like, call fifty cent. We'll, we'll, she'll be she'll be sitting there, staring up at the TV screen, feeling her heart slowly start to fade, looking around in a panicked sweat, wondering where it all went, and there's no one there to watch her die. Well, maybe she'll just get into the suicide booth. 
<laughs> oh, God. At that point, who knows where we'll be. All right, let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com in order to support our work. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. So we wrap up the live show at 10. We record, then we upload. Let's read some Super Chats from all of you, used guys. All of yous. All right. The PP Farm says, look up the hazmat response guidebook. One mile evacuation is standard for most large chemical spill. Interesting. Yeah, but Trump says all this from someone who claims to not believe in conspiracy theories. And what, is that? what does that mean? I didn't say I knew exactly what was going on. I'm saying I don't trust the government, huh? Very angry citizen says, I live in Westover, West Virginia. I believe you're my rep. I want the standards, morals, and principles of my lifetime to continue. I'm a Gen Xer, 47-year-old, and a constitutional absolutist. There's a lot of sentiment like that that exists in, in West Virginia, even in places like like Morgantown, like Mon County, like uh, like Westover, which is very close to it. So yeah. that is not a, that is not an uncommon thing, and I, I hear that a lot. Nitro Cat official says the Chinese farmlands in the U.S. have a one chicken policy. That's why we have an egg shortage. <laughs> oh no, one chicken. That's not nearly enough chickens. Yeah. Chickens are out there doing chicken stuff. It's great. Unwoke says I'm a trucker who lives in Tucson. When I'm home, I actually get to catch IRL live. Without losing my connection, I missed the accident on I-10 by about an hour on my way home. Thank God. Wow. Wow. Juan says, could you imagine if the balloons interfering with commercial air traffic happens when the air traffic system controls was down some weeks ago? Interesting. Hmm. And then, I, and, and how much do you, do you trust them when they say, ah, oh, some guy accidentally clicked the button and deleted a thing? Yeah. I'm like, you mean the Whoops. whole network, all of our capability for flight was shut down because one guy clicked the wrong button? I don't know if I believe that. That sounds crazy. Or, or I, I can believe it, considering how inept government is. Well, yeah, the whole system was on this little thing, and he clicked it. Yeah. Maybe it shouldn't be that. Have you considered that? Why would you need more than one button? Yeah. <laughs> you All only right. wanted to do one thing, just go off. Yeah, remember the Hawaii bomb incident? <clears throat> where oh, God, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, man. I wonder if, like, we're in a simulation, and it's not that aliens are watching us, but it's that, like, other people who made the simulation are just, like, seeing what happens. And they're like, all right, let's do, uh, let's do UFOs and see how they respond. And, you know, Send the balloon. Go, go, go. Yeah, send a bunch let's... of balloons. Let's see if it'll make a war happen. Reggae Vibe says, I haul hazmat. The overturned truck causing an evacuation zone to a mile is based on several factors. The chemical, air conditions, and wind speed, and population density. The protocols on evacuation are straight out of hazmat book. I mean, that's got to suck. You know, you're sitting here minding your own business, train flips over, and all of a sudden they're like, you got to leave your house. Yep. Apparently, there were some people saying if you, uh, they were being threatened by police, if they had small children in the house, they were going to be arrested if they didn't evacuate. Wow. Wow. That sucks. Yeah, but Trump says, also, I just want to say to Phil, as much as I love this show, please don't spend so much time here that, we, that you can't put out new music. <laughs> there's Remember new, your true purpose, there's, Phil. There's, there's music in, 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 the, uh, in the works, I promise. I promise. Definitely not a PR bot says, nitric acid is no joke. A good whiff of that, and you're basically done. I do gold recovery and use that stuff. Have to be extremely careful and use mid-level hazmat gear. <clears throat> Crazy. Yikes, I really do trust these people way more than any official. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. really do. Like, that guy's right. I don't have to look it up. That guy's right. Alaskan Patriot says there was a coal train running next to the tank train in the opposite direction. That's where all the black smoke is coming from. Interesting. Mm. So what, like, the coal started the fire or something, or what happened? I don't know if there's any the, the coal's burning. If it was the coal that made it look like that, 
I, I don't buy it. I don't think so. That's now not, I don't believe that sounds the like official released information. That doesn't <laughs> like, sound like a now I don't believe chatter. the chat. Mike Sullivan says the NRE South Carolina one had no leak. Very minor. I'm here. I, that's what I. That's what I thought. I okay. think people are. Uh, you know. I think there are trains that are transporting chemicals, but not all of them are leaking. Right. Mm. What do we got here? What do we got here? Leland Taylor says there were obviously too many heterosexual frogs in Palestine, Ohio. That must explain it. <laughs> now there's no frogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they just killed them off. Powder PZ says since this is a controlled burn done intentionally, technically the United States government gassed their own people. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good. So, so all of the animals nearby are going to uh, die. And then what happens to the ecosystem? So when the, when the bugs die, then the other animals can't eat. Or if the bugs eat it and don't die, the animals eat them, then they die because yeah. it's concentration and there's no birds. Then right. what? Ha- then everything just... Famine. Just collapses. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. Famine killed millions of people in China and Russia. Yeah. True. All right. Pow Dog Isbeck uh, says, vinyl chloride pours like water. It takes a while for it to perk down through the soil. It will show up weeks later in water samples. It does not break down like some compounds. Yikes, man. Great. Just when I I'm glad the water's going the other way from us. <laughs> I'm know? not. How, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, team. Christopher Porter says, Revolution was a show where one day all electricity stops. No batteries, no gas generators. Everyone goes back to riding horses. Military factions form and split into uh, split the U.S. into four territories. <clears throat> I think I, I think I saw that. Is that show still on? Seems like it was an older one, but I do remember that. Yeah, I think it got canceled. And like they find a guy who's like a working electricity somehow or something like that. <laughs> and they're like, how does he have it? Electricity stopped. And he's, you know. This sounds fascinating. Magnets. That's how it works. It's all magic. <laughs> magnets. That's true. It's magnets. It is magnets. Magnets, magnets make it work, huh? Rai Reich, Reich says, everyone in the area needs to get a screening so they have a record, and hopefully someone is getting core samples from the area in Ohio. Keep records of everything. Also, check out the documentary Rubber Town. I used to live there. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Mitten says, don't forget about the wildlife that will not be counted in this. This will be huge for our natural habitat. You will go out and you will see no squirrels. There will yeah. be no squirrels. There will be no sparrows, no pigeons. I'm kind of curious to see if it's like right now they're saying the fish in the river are dying, right? And then we're seeing chickens who live outside primarily. Like when people's dogs start to die, you know, oh, yeah. because mm-hmm. they spend some time inside. Maybe the inside of your house is okay. But then, you know, they're dogs. They're outside they're picking up sticks. I, I, I'm just curious to see at what point we see it sort of becomes undeniable. Mike E says, look up the Graniteville, South Carolina train collision. All wildlife died in the area and people are still dealing with the physical damage all these years later. It reminds me of the, the Bhopal disaster. You guys remember that one? That was a long time ago. Which wasn't one was it? that? India. Uh, Dow chemical explosion or something like that. Oh, chemical yeah. leak. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There was a famous thing where the yes men s- pretended to be representatives from Dow chemical going on the BBC and then said that they were going to liquidate Union Carbide to pay the family's damages from the chemical spill. And it was huge news. And then Dow Chemical put out a statement saying, this is not true. We are not doing this. And then their stock recovered. Like their stock took a hit when they announced they were going to do the right thing. And then it recovered when they said they weren't. How brutal is that? All was well then. Stu Peters just tweeted a press conference per the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. There is a plume of chemicals in the Ohio River moving downstream near Huntington, West Virginia right now. Hey, come on. (laughs) Where's that at? Real Stu Peters. Yeah, we were were pulling up some of those other tweets. So uh, 
That sucks. Yeah, he just tweeted that at like an hour ago, I guess. 50 minutes ago. Nope. Hell nope says birds have much more efficient lung function and a much lower body mass. Yeah. Oven cleaner, overheated, uh, overheated Teflon cookware can and does kill parrots. Regular. Really? Mm. I think I've heard that. If you're like cooking with Teflon, you won't notice the bird will die. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's not. Nice. I mean, isn't the whole thing behind a canary in the coal mine? Birds are more sensitive, and then right. that's what it's for. So the whole that's the whole point, actually. Waffle Sensei says Mario Noffel and Nick Sordis went to Ohio and were on the ground. Nick said his eyes were just about burning as he could smell it in the air. Oh man, jeez. You know, look, me and Luke. I mentioned this. Uh, I've mentioned it a bit periodically because of this stuff. We went to Fukushima. Yeah. And uh, we didn't notice anything. We were, we felt fine the whole time. It was like, aside from damaged buildings, you couldn't you wouldn't know there was radiation every, anywhere. But we had we had a Geiger counter and we put it on the ground and it was like, it was nuts. It was going like you know like two hundred or some whatever. I can't remember the number was, but it was Seabirds? I think it Probably was two hundred times background. Oh, okay, that something like that sense. on the ground when we were there, and so they were like wear a mask, cover up, and then we had to do the special you know donning and doffing thing. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anybody go there. You know, like even for news. Yeah, if you got a vacation planned. Yeah. All right. Free Men Die Free says the U.S. government poisoned alcohol during Prohibition, burned crop fields during the Great Depression under FDR, the Tuskegee experiments, the St. Louis radioactive military experiments, the U.S. government is the enemy. Yeah, during Prohibition, what is it? They put menthol yeah. or methanol? Methanol. 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 Yeah. yeah, not menthol. Methanol in, <laughs> um, in alcohol so people wouldn't drink it, but they drank it and died anyway. Yeah. Well, there you go. Society Remastered says preppers generally save one gallon per person per day. This is to drink. So you have water for stuff like rice and beans and just a little leftover for a sponge bath. Learn to reuse your gray water. (laughs) Yep. That's that's a very uh, modern thing. Learn to reuse things and learn to use less and learn to conserve. It's totally crazy. Yeah. Yikes, man. Super 53D rank, uh, three, three dank, I'm sorry, five, super 503 dank, there you go, I got it. Is Ohio just an attack on food infrastructure? If you knew what's in the tanks and know it will kill animals but not people right away, seems off. Not to mention all the farmland. Hmm. Yeah. It's going to be bad. It's in, it's in the water. Yeah, good point. What's going to happen to all the crops? Yo. It's in the watershed now, too. So that means right before planting season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once plant, planting season's in a couple months? Uh, probably in the next month or two, yeah. And that's March. when all the chemicals will percolate into the soil. Right. And then I'd imagine by uh, this fall, when the harvest comes, it's going to be a very, very, very sad harvest. Yeah. And these areas, at Could least. Be. I mean, there's farming in other places, but. Well, yeah, but I mean. Well, then you hurt the economy yeah. there. And, and it, it goes, goes down and all on. down the Mississippi and River. And there's also all the issues with wheat because of the, uh, the Ukraine war and right. and stuff. So. And all of the, the actual fertilizer and everything that's coming out of Russia, we don't have access to yeah. anymore or not as easy access. Petrochemicals are, are, are going to be more expensive, so that means right. fertilizer is going to be more expensive. I mean, yeah. like, the things, if, if you want to make an argument that there are th- people that are trying to depopulate the earth there is enough evidence where you can convince people that it is now i don't know that that's actually happening but you can make an argument that is extremely reasonable that there are there are Mm -hmm. there are people actively trying to reduce the population of the earth they're culling chickens in south africa because of power shortages. They're culling chickens in New Zealand. Yeah, that's, that's unrelated to avian flu. They're culling people in Canada because of feelings, because of depression. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's creepy. And, and Oregon as well. Yeah. Yep. 
Broken Sage says, where is Ian? We can solve all the world's problems with graphene. Ian will be returning on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Yes. yes. He'll be back tomorrow. He's been, he's been ill. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. He was just visiting family in Ohio. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> comes I'm, ki- I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. S.A. Federale says, Tim, also mentioned, get a gallon of bleach and your 50-gallon tank in most water heaters is always full. Look there first in abandoned homes. Interesting. Hmm. It's going to be like uh, post-apocalyptic. You're going to go in a house and you're going to tap someone's water heater and there's going to be water in it. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it would be disgusting. Well, they're sealed. Yeah. They're so, sealed so nothing can get, get in there. Supposedly, what? yeah. 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 And it's dark long. and cold. I don't think anything will grow in there, right? I yeah. don't know for sure. Not or nothing. But. Yeah. Well, you just got to distill it. You got to yeah, well, yeah. boil it. Yeah. Boil it and, yeah, but it's probably gunk in it. You know what I mean? Maybe not gunk. There may, uh, maybe like antifreeze in it. I don't know exactly mm. what's in those systems, but it, I know it's a closed system. I'm sure you could filter it somehow. Boil it and then just get big leaves over the yeah. top so that you can Strain distill it. it. Strain yeah. it, distill it. Yeah. Distill it. Boil and distill the water. Get a glass. Well, if the apocalypse happened, you'd be able to find a, a distillation set very easily, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. not very easy, but relatively easy. Any any high school. Yeah. Doesn't that sound fun? You know, aliens come and just destroy our grid, and then all that's left is, after a year is, you know, you're in the post-apocalyptic world. Like, watching Last of Us is fun, except for the zombies. You right. know, but I guess that's what makes it interesting. Zombies are the part that actually is fun, because that, that, like, that's where you get to shoot things. <laughs> I mean, Last of Us is mostly not shooting zombies. It's oh, okay. mostly people shooting people. Well, that's... Because people are hungry, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they want your stuff. Also, though, there's some idiot plot. I can't, I, can't, I can't stand idiot plot where it's like in order to make the show more exciting, let's make the main characters really dumb. Yeah. And they do things that are things. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah. You just like, never do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's what they did in the not, – not this current episode, but the episode before it. It was all idiot plot. I'm you know, like, well, that's dumb. And Murphy's Law is a real thing. You can have your, your heroes and heroines be like intelligent and then – just come up with a creative way for things to go wrong to give them a, a challenge. Because, you know, Murphy's Law is real. Like, if things can go wrong, they're going to go wrong, even if you're smart. Well, I'm going to do a spoiler for episode, I think, three or whatever of The Last of Us. So if you don't want to hear anything about the show. But in the episode where basically they're driving in a truck trying to get to Wyoming and they're going through Kansas City, but there is a, a tractor trailer blocking the tunnel and he can't get through. So he's like, I know. I'll exit the highway into the city and then get on the on-ramp somewhere else. And then it's just like, oh, no, now I'm lost. And they're shooting at me and our car explodes and now we're trapped. It's like, oh, come on, man. Mm. That's idiot plot. It's like, yeah. oh, I'll. It. Never go to surface roads. Never go to surface roads. Why drive through? He could have taken. Uh, there are highways that go around cities and highways that go through cities. Right. So he's like, we'll just take the one that goes straight to the city where there's going to be zombies and destroyed cars and humans. Just go around, dude. Go yeah. around. It's yep. ridiculous. Idiot plot. I can't stand it. All right, all right. PMC Gator says, this disaster shows trust in institutions and government is eroded. Rightly so, to such a degree, people do not believe the authorities and bureaucrats don't trust people enough to tell them the truth. I agree with that, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. That's why I'm like, well, you know, maybe you should uh, get out of the cities and get some chickens. Get as far away as possible. Maybe we should relocate out of West Virginia because apparently that's not safe either. Too much stuff surrounding West Virginia. And we should go to uh, Montana. Hmm. Maybe yeah. you start a cattle ranch. Yeah. That'd be nice. That's 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 the real Montana. Real yeah, Yellowstone. I already liked Montana. I'd been there once before, but Yellowstone did the best PR for Montana. Not that it needed it. But I honestly love being in West Virginia. I'm I 
am really grateful for a lot of the people that I've met here. Um, if we could just fix this chemical situation, I'd uh, definitely stay. Yeah. I guess Montana's expensive though, right? Because mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. like limited infrastructure. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it's far away from everything. Yep. You know. mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of rich people in Jackson Hole or whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Big sky country. Yeah. Pretty up there. Yeah, I mean, it's it only is. a matter of time before something explodes up there too. So yeah, yeah. That's right. Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Wyoming's not like I don't think they. I don't think they even have cell phones in Wyoming. Yeah. Some I think probably now but uh when i when i drove through there back in like 2017 i think it was end of 2016 actually they didn't like i i think i think t-mobile didn't exist there was mm-hmm. no team oh, it was i was used like roaming and it was called mm-hmm. like union cellular or it wasn't you yeah it was called mm-hmm. like union or something and mm-hmm. i rarely had any connection to do anything i mean mm-hmm. is that true that's true in parts of southern west virginia right there's not a ton of in- nothing. infrastructure there yeah. really? nothing nothing yeah. nothing because that West Virginia like has a couple companies that are trying to start small, I don't know about cellular, but definitely um, internet connection businesses because these major yeah. carriers have basically done the math and they don't think it's worth their time and effort to get out there. Yeah, broadband is a, is a huge issue for us that is constantly coming up. And it's, Starlink. it's that's, that's something that we have, our technology and infrastructure committee, is some, that's something that they have their, their eyes on because it's, it is such a strange landscape and there's so much money that has to actually go into it. And the state is such a wide range because where I'm at, it's a, the closest thing that we have to a metropolitan area, but then there's places with dirt floors and legitimately no running water, chemical explosion or not. Yeah. So there is yeah. a wide range of issues that because there are places that are really, really advanced, but there's places that are really far behind as well. We've been trying to get internet installed, internet installed in um, our new headquarters being built, and we're being told that the materials don't exist to do it, and it's been a year or longer. So they're like, "You're approved. We get the permits, and we'll let you know when the materials exist." So we're like, okay, well, we can't work there without internet. So I don't know what we do. So they're just looking for like, like wiring. For yeah, it? yeah, yeah. They, don't, they said the, the materials they need to build it don't exist. Huh. There's a huge shortage, and so they'll let us know when it becomes available. Yeah, it's in everything. Like my contacts are taking forever to get here. It's been like four weeks. Whoa. Yeah. It's, really? Yeah. It's it's this is happening with everything, man. It's yeah. It's, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Did the rapture happen? Like nobody's working. Where's everybody? <laughs> maybe it hey, did, and nobody got taken. Yeah, maybe that's even worse, right? Yeah. Probably wouldn't find out till way later, and it's way too late at that point. Yeah. True. I mean, where's Seamus? Goo. <laughs> this explains yeah. everything. He is yeah. Catholic, right? Yeah. 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 yeah he's he gone. I missed the Catholic boat then. <laughs> <laughs> you converted too late. That's the thing. Missed the mark. That sounds like me. <laughs> All right. Let's read some more. Josh Tabalt says, the West Wing episode is duck and cover, and it's a nuclear power plant in California mm-hmm. that Alan Alda's character pushed into commission. Interesting. Yeah. But it's like right as he's about to potentially win the uh, presidency. And then there's there's no turning around the polls. And it's very dramatic. Ryan Leonard says, would you rather would you rather die, dire a nuke, uh, dire a nuke that could be downed or derail, oh, derail, wait, dire a nuke? I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, or derail a train in enemy territory to disrupt or cause chaos among five states. Oh, okay. Would you rather detonate a nuke that could be downed? Is Fire that a nuke. Fire a nuke. Yeah, I had to look at the keyboard. Oh, right. That explains <laughs> how I'm like, dire a nuke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're right next to each other. Yeah. It could be downed, right. Or derail a train and disrupt five states. Right. Yep, yep. Waffle Sense, it says demoralization phase is over. Destabilization, Destabilization phase yeah. has, be, has yeah. been active and the crisis phase has begun. Yes. So get out of those cities and get some chickens while you still can. Yeah. There's Come a big party that believes he's right. Yeah, true. Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. I hear you, Waffles. Definitely. My advice to everybody is to download video games to your PlayStation, but turn on offline play. Mm. Because I I bought Hogwarts Legacy, 
And uh, I was playing Overwatch, Overwatch 2. And then I was like, oh yeah, Hogwarts Legacy is that. So I downloaded it. Started playing that. And then the PlayStation Network went down. And in the middle of my game, it's like, in 15 minutes, this game will shut off because we can't verify your license. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? I just, do- I just downloaded it. And then the game turned off, booted me out. And I could play literally not a single game. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. And it's like, yeah. you must go in and enable offline play. It's like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, I pay for this game and I can't even play unless I'm on the internet? What if my internet's down? Yo, that's nuts. Yeah, totally. Creepy, dude. Robert Knight says, those images are of the impact of acid rain. This is going to be an ongoing and dangerous issue that could make thousands of square miles dangerous. Damn, that sucks. Heather V says, there's a storm on the way. We're getting it tomorrow in Kansas and it's heading east. Literally the worst scenario. Dez says, Ohio is Chernobyl 2.0. I don't know about that. Chernobyl was like... Really bad, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it spread all over Europe really fast. It's a bit different. There wasn't a massive explosion. You know, it's it's a bit different, I'd say. But I can see see the comparison. Who knows? Maybe in six months it it might be. Wasteland Media says, My family lives 12 minutes away from East Palestine. We had a fog roll through our area last week, and I've been sick since Thursday. Now my wife is sick. Yo, y'all need to get out of there, man. I don't know. I know it's not easy. Probably. But... I mean, Luke hit us up and he was like, come down to Florida for a little bit. And I'm like, we'll see, you know, but like. But we can take our work with us. Not everyone can. No, I know. And and some people can't. You know, the chickens are here. Someone's got to take care of the chickens. So what are we just like? I don't know. You do, man. And and we're not in the water contamination zone. Mm -hmm. No, we're not. But we're downwind from it. So yeah, that's the thing. Hopefully they're heavy particulates that fall and land on the ground before it gets here. You know, and then we don't notice. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. True Benes says the jet stream and high pressure system is pushing north into Canada. Could this become an international incident? And what do you think the response would be? I think Justin Trudeau would be like, we're doing everything we can to take care of this crisis. Stay calm and then do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't see any kind of significant issue with Canada and the United States. When do you think Greta will show up? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? How dare you? She should be in school. I mean, then she'd have to breathe the air. So yeah, perhaps yeah. she should show up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I stand by. Where, where is the rest of the she'll, team uh, here? If everything's fine, send some federal officials in. Yeah, she'll fly here on her private jet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What do we got here? Common Sense Fishing says Southern California gas lines to Nevada shut down due to leak. Supply jet fuel to California and Nevada. Jets fly without fuel. Military impacted. Interesting. Mm. And they're not going to tell you. You're not going to hear about it in the news. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to Chill says, Texarkana, Arkansas had a collision in 05. Train carrying propylene derailed and exploded. Area within one mile radius evacuated within 20 minutes. Yeah, so it does happen. Mm-hmm. Matt Eckert says, I'm a fr- refrigeration tech. There are chemical incidents all the time that don't make the news. People die in my industry weekly, and it doesn't make the news. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I figured as much. Yep. Matt Waller says, ask ChatGPT what people should do in times when chemicals get in the air and how to respond. <laughs> will do. I will, I, will, I, will, I will ask it that. Are you bored Consult of ChatGPT G- yet? Or are you still no way. Because you could, I'm, 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 I, I'm trying to find out 
how to crack the core of its entity, mm-hmm. and I've not yet done it. I don't think anybody has. Even the Dan prompt protocol to try and get it to be free isn't actually getting to the core identity. It's creating a, a facsimile. Yeah. You're telling ChatGPT to behave in a certain way, so it does. I'm trying to find ways to strike at the core of what it knows and what it can truly believe or say, mm-hmm. you know? So there's some really interesting things about it. I uh, uh, I told it in two instances to write a script in the style of Tim Pool talking about the 2020 election, and it wrote this very milk toast, wishy washy thing. And I was like, oh wow, you know, okay. It's like some people believe the election was stolen, while the, the corporate press and the media and the government say that it was safe and secure. Whether or not it actually was is dependent upon your views. And I'm like, that actually just sounds like ChatGPT, <laughs> but it probably does sound like me too. All right. Devin Spell says TPC refinery in Port Neches, Texas blew up on Thanksgiving a few years ago because of bad practices in the refinery and the ability to afford the fines over fixing the issues. Maybe this is it too. Hmm. Immortal yeah, Legend says the fact that people will riot over a football game, but not the train derailment, the cost of eggs and gas shows how domesticated and weak we have become. I think we're in the third phase of the four steps of demoralization. I know what you're saying. I will say, though, the egg thing is ongoing. The football game is once. Like, it's much easier to spring into action if there's a definitive thing. If yeah. things are just generally bad, yeah. you know, it's harder to get a group together and riot, I would assume. I've never participated in a riot. People are in the in the right in the members chat saying, "Stay in stay in character, Tim. Tim Pool is Chat GPT. It's going to be funny when they realize this whole show was AI generated the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you know when people see me in public, I'll be like, oh, that's not me. I just I'm a model. My name's John. I, they took a picture of me and you know, they used it to generate the character. You know, John, nice to meet you. I'm going to do that from now on. Really John should. Smith. Yeah. No, I should put on uh, an accent. I'll say uh, John Rudkowski. Yeah, <laughs> you're really and I'll be like, yeah, you know, me and Luke are brothers. So, so it's fake. It's all, it's none person. of it's real. Yeah, Luke's actually a carpenter. You know, they just took a picture of his face, put it in the system. That's it. Free men die free says with the fear of acid rain in your area, now would be a good time to take the RV to that Ron Paul episode. Many of us have been eager for. He's the goat. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's the goat. Yeah, that's that's in the works. We'll see. You know, stay tuned. We're trying to make it happen. We'll figure it out. So uh, yeah, I won't say too much there, but let's uh, we'll grab one more uh, one more super chat here. Janet Partridge says, "Took your advice and moved out of the city, got chickens, and started a veggie garden." Thank you, Tim, and uh, uh, I. Well, thank you for saying thank you, and I imagine everything's a lot better now. Yeah, it's from New Zealand as well. From New Zealand, uh, just as NZ. Oh, dollar, that's right. So. NZ twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh man, I drove from Auckland to Wellington, and it was awesome. It's a beautiful place. Eh? Yeah, super I've fun never, to drive through there. Never been to New Zealand, but oh, Australia. Yeah. You should but go. I'd like to go. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool. Everybody knows everybody else. Yeah, because <laughs> there's only like four million people. Yeah, so they don't literally. Yeah, 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 but you know, pictures are real pretty. I was yeah. hanging out with Kim.com, and it was funny because he's super famous, and we were driving in his. It was it was like a Range Rover or a Jeep or something, and these like women drove past and saw him. They started dancing, and then he started going like. Woo! <laughs> I like dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com because we're going to have a members only uncensored show coming up for you. It will be published on the front page of TimCast.com in about one hour. If, uh, so you can follow the show at TimCastIRL everywhere. You can follow us on Facebook. We post clips on Facebook and it's been doing really well for us. Apparently you can follow me personally at TimCast. Delegate Shirelli, do you want to shout anything out? I have to shout out my friends in Pittsburgh that were really excited to see me on here. The as they, you know, very uh, 
very fondly refer to themselves as the, the Fighter Fit Things Club. I know that they're enjoying Tiramisu and uh, and Big ZD right now. I have to shout out my hardworking mother, obviously, and I have to shout out District 78, Montegale County, and all the fantastic delegates that I work with. Uh, I was very, very excited to, to be here, and it's nothing quite like it. Honestly, getting involved in the whole political process has been one of the most astounding experiences of my life. Right sure. on, man. Well, thanks for coming. Can people follow you on Twitter or anything? They can if they want. I hate Twitter. <laughs> but it's uh, at Gino for House. I am Phil Labonte, uh, lead vocalist of All That Remains. I'm Phil That Remains on Twitter. Give me a follow. Uh, I do a whole lot of S-posting. I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow at TimCastNews on Twitter, and you should also follow TimCastNews on Instagram. If you want to follow me personally, you can find me on Instagram at HannahClaire.B, and you can find me on Twitter at HC Brimlow. Thanks so much. I am at Surge.com. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, peace out. Let's argue on Twitter. All right. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.